Hi, everybody. It's episode 119. Uh, Peter's here. He's getting primped up. He's looking good for you guys. <laughs> but quickly, sponsor shout outs, uh, vetdd.com for all of your testing needs. To use code shit happens for $5 off the crypto panel, offers lots of tests. Uh, Stone Age Ball Pythons, Powerhouse Ball Pythons are two Pacific Northwest boys. Ch- check them out. Venus Reptilia. Uh, and small town exotics, uh, deals coming up, coming up, and so is Bravo Zulu also running a little sale. Two more days left, and gray family snakes. Thank you, all the sponsors. If you want like more specific updates, go to the show from Thursday because this is the extra show where we get a little frisky. But now, let's bring out our, our man. Here's Peter. Hello. How are you doing, Jessica? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, you're on vacation. Do you want to talk about Uzbekistan? <laughs> yes. The blind spot of God. <laughs> oh yes, it's, um, we are at the capital in Tashkent. It's one of the places that uh, we can both come without a visa. So it's easy. And we came to visit some friends. Let's say a year ago, they decided they wanted to live here for some reason. The, <clears throat> is it really the national... rural? Like, is it a lot of farms? No, the capital stuff? is developed, yes. But the rest of the... I can say the same of the interior of Portugal. People are not... Uh... How do you say? They have phones, but they are not very developed in their minds. But... Okay, okay. <laughs> what a burn! <laughs> Hopefully there's no... <laughs> Uzbekistani people here today. I doubt it. I doubt it. So it doesn't really matter. <clears throat> All right, let's let's get into it. Let's let's go. So like, I guess my first question is like, how much does it cost for rats in Russia? Because uh, very like, cheap, very cheap, like a dollar. We get them at very good price because uh, petrol is cheap, labor is cheap, food is cheap, or has been. So that situation, we have an advantage. You guys can pay what? For the medium rent, like what? Five bucks sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. Like if it's like the cheapest it's going to be, it's like two to three bucks. But that's like a a deal or a sale. Okay. So we at the shop, it's more expensive, of course. We have a, a shop just around the corner where we live. And if it's about a couple mice, a couple little rats, we just go there. Usually we go to directly to the, to the breeder, but we got to drive like one hour out of the out of Moscow. So yeah, we we're trying to how do you say balance the the cost, reduce the cost of production, balance the whole thing, like uh, getting cocoa chips directly from the importer instead of at the shop. That's twice mm-hmm. as much. <clears throat> do you so, like cocoa there, or it's the Chinese brand? Okay. Uh, looks like your friends are here. I don't know if you yep. want to. Yeah, here. Yep. All right. Thank Hello. you for coming, Peter's friends. Stick around if you want. Talk about sometimes the, the quality is not very stable. It has more dirt in that fiber than than the chips. But it's the I call it the repti shit. But it, no, it's good. It's uh, we got dry weather in the winter because it snows. It's like living in the north of North America or Canada. So mm-hmm. moisture level is low, and we can control the the moisture in the 
in the containers of the snakes that way. At least I do it. Other people do with other substrates or they use the, oh my gosh. They use, I call it the diapers. It's an absorbent paper. Someone years ago started using it and everybody copied the, it's not the shape of the baby. It's just a rectangular with absorbent paper. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a, if you're doing it well, if the snakes are eating, they are breathing, they are in good health, I'm okay. They are used to your husbandry conditions. Go for it. Mm-hmm. I have influence of you guys' podcasts from years ago when Repti shit, uh, Repti <laughs> sorry, came, <laughs> came to market. So, have you ever tried anything else like peat moss or in the beginning? Uh, moss, no, I tried that. Uh, what is it? Aspen shavings, the little wood shavings. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it. I tried some bark from trees. It was, yeah, not absorbent, didn't work very well and then uh, i started listening to bullshit in uh, 2018 late 2018 and yeah got converted and a lot of our friends do it as well it's a bit more of work sometimes but it's every it's work every two months or every three months if it's a baby mm-hmm. in a large tub so that works was bullshit your introduction to like the american side of the hobby or were you always watching yeah. along yeah, there was this interview that I didn't understand. It wasn't my favorite, so I just skipped this Christopher Finton. Or I didn't really heard his story. So, the, but then I understood by other comments that Sean did, and I discovered the the fat man through there. Mm-hmm. And then it it just rolled like a snowball. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You're mm, singular in many ways because, like most. I'm sure, like they have their own, every country has its own internal ball python market, but very few people are an international man of ball python mystery like you, but are like interested in every country's um, situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, you had Rob saying the situation in Southeast Asia mm-hmm. when it was the the four three horsemen. There's the Suarez <laughs> guy. I think you also had done a, a couple of podcasts. Ron Ron mentioned him. So, and I would like to listen from some European guys, mm-hmm. uh, French, German, the, or from the Netherlands or Italy, how, how their thing is. The, um, as I understand, there's always, you ask somebody, there's a group of guys that says the other group is, they don't like them. And you know how it is, tribalism. Right. They don't know what they're talking about, so it depends on who you ask. But you go to Morph Market, you'll see who the, the big breeders are. Um, there's the time difference. There's... Um, maybe some language barrier they're good with mm-hmm. sales and texting or with using the translator or even on the phone but having a long conversation on the podcast they might not be comfortable with english so it's a matter of trying and and inviting people. have you ever thought about offering russian subtitles to like justin kabelka or miguel now they can do it youtube you can do it that's what we say to like to some friends or, or customers, uh, watch this video. You can put, uh, sometimes you can put uh, the Russian subtitles. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of mistakes. The whatever AI <laughs> generator, it's not perfect, but uh, they understand. So yeah, I, they, I watched um, the ger- German, yeah. Austrian. <laughs> I don't know. The, like, he's like reptiles.tv or whatever. Yeah, he'll yeah, do, yeah. Like, yeah. He'll do everything. So I'm like, so I'll watch him. And you can have automatically generated English subtitles. Yeah. So that's very helpful. 
but they're not as good as they could be. So I wonder if like we'll all communicate better if we actually like, paid someone to do, you know, the most common five languages of subtitles or whatever. Like they they did, they translated bullshit to to Spanish or something. Yeah. Yeah. The the thing is, some people are not interested in podcasts. For instance, uh, Amelia speaks mm-hmm. English or can listen and understand. Uh, we have some friends that learn how to breed quickly. You, you mm-hmm. take an internet, internet course quickly, you figure it out. You watch, I don't know, Boss to You or something. That is my reference. And, and um, you figure it out. Other people, not so much. They might try to... How do you say it? Uh, fig- ask other people, see what they're doing. Or they can read the blogs. You the How do you call it? The forums mm-hmm. from 20 years ago. The, no, you, you, the, the internet browser just translates and you can mm-hmm. read all that stuff. It's still correct. I wouldn't say out of date, but we figured out uh, we, the last couple of decades, uh, standardized procedures and all that. Mm-hmm. So th- this yeah. is a comment. Sorry. This is a comment. There, there was this one person I was talking to you at backstage, uh, talked a lot like if she was the, the gifted god and it was outdated information from two decades ago. So she was just saying it so you can fall in, into that mistake mm-hmm. but, um, yeah i just wonder for like brand promotion if we're like missing markets or whatever because obviously like miguel does a whole separate channel yeah. in spanish that he records separately and bbm and a, yeah he does he yeah all right good he needs to work on it all right yeah, he's awesome too. Because we need yep. obviously like different people with different interests to come in and be interested in whatever they're going to be interested in and show them why it's cool, right? Otherwise, we're just selling to each other forever. <laughs> oh, so you you look at Morph Market, you'll see a lot of flags, and uh, oh, maybe not now because it's the, the the season is approaching, next year season. Mm-hmm. But uh, you see Central Europe just full of flags. The UK, Netherlands, Germany, France, not so much. I think they use some other platforms of theirs or Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. And then towards Eastern Europe, not so much. But they're there. They're at the ham show. They're, and yeah, so everybody's getting into it. This is the new crazy stuff, reptiles. All right. Purple Church had a question. Do you think ball pythons are the most popular pet reptile in Russia? And if yes, what is number two? Um, oh, yeah. Is ball pythons the most popular or geckos? No, most popular uh, corn snakes. Or corn, colubrids, corn snakes, yeah. Oh, okay. interesting. Is that because it's, like, delayed? Cheap and pretty and easy to take care, yeah. Okay, cool. So I would say, for instance, the, um, at the reptile show here, it's not 80% ball pythons. Out of, uh, I'm just going to make up some numbers, but uh, you can go and check the video and estimate the number of tables. Out of 100 tables, there's half a dozen with exclusively ball pythons, if we all gather there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people might have um, geckos, colubrids, a carpet python or two, ball python, boa, uh, a variety. But exclusively royals, it's, uh, it's minority, I would say. So we got a diversified show that I think is representative of the the situation of the the hobby here. Is there something missing from shows over there that you think 
is looks from YouTube videos common over here? Regulation. <laughs> yeah. We have minimum. That's good. Sorry for people in Florida, but uh, yeah, we have to do veterinarian analysis for uh, salmonella, and there are three types of sal salmonella. And one, how is it all? One is always natural, present on the mm -hmm. intestinal floor of the snake, so it always comes positive. But somehow everybody passes it with flying colors. Maybe <laughs> they, they uh, don't. When we tried to, to do vet analysis, yeah. uh, vet specialist even don't look at snake because she was afraid. Yeah, yeah. So they don't look at the snake. They don't extract the sample themselves. So if it's your neighbor's cat poo in there, who knows? <laughs> do you? Have you thought about keeping like native Russian species? Because I have a lot of Vostok yeah. rat snakes, and I like no. them a lot. You don't no. aren't interested? I'm, or is trying it to, I'm trying to specialize. No, we can. We have a friend that uh, likes that stuff, mm -hmm. so we see it uh, at his place. Um, Alexei, the professor herpetolog. So, but uh, I try to specialize just in royals. Um, we have a couple of corns, a couple of milk snakes. Uh, uh, rainbow boa because it's pretty someone bought it i'm looking at her <laughs> that's cool it's something that i always wanted the colubris are really really pretty but mm -hmm. i control myself and uh but i don't say no so that, that's cool uh, do we have people here who have a, a boa a gecko uh, yeah oh, i forgot the, the gargoyle geckos with the, the red stripe we got those. So there are people who want to collect the bearded dragon, the chameleon, it's cool. And then by influence of friends and what they see on YouTube, maybe on social media, they want a Hagius, mm -hmm. a royal python. And uh, yeah, so we get a lot of uh, first time customers. We're still building the, our name, but uh, it's cool. The, it's diversified and royals are, are, are getting there. Other people join for other reasons it's that thing that oh i love reptiles so why do you have a hundred snakes oh i love snakes so why are there a hundred of the same species all oh, ball pythons mm -hmm. but it's okay you want to focus on something it's good the i dedicated my time to to learn how to keep them been successful breeding i'm still getting the hang of it so and uh, the numbers speak for itself we'll get to it later but it's cool to, to have a diversified show. It's uh, for people to to explore different avenues. It doesn't have to be all royals. And I think in Europe, it's a bit like that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess we can kind of get into it, because Ball Labs asks, how are prices in Russia yeah. compared to the US or Europe? They are very good for us. So the raw materials we use are cheaper than your than you guys in terms of rodents. And if you get snakes from European from the European side, uh, this would be before COVID situation changed. You can sell it at uh, Russian price. So let me see if I, uh, I can, I'm going to try and say it in a, a simple way as a rule of thumb, not getting too specific. So my, my Russian friends know the situation better. So I consider the European market and the American markets uh, on par with each other on the same level in terms of prices, projects, availability. The, there might be a project in the United States that has higher offer or in, or in Europe that has higher demand. Okay, it fluctuates a little bit. Would you say that the goods average salary there would be two, three thousand dollars a month? 
where you live, something like that. It's a bit too much. Okay. Uh, I think most of the people in the U.S. make $1,000 a month. Like, they don't make any money. It's just a hobby. Like, we have so many, like... No, no, no. I'm saying as, as your daily job, uh, if you're working, whatever you work. Oh, what, their 9 to 5 pays them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I guess after taxes to live, it has to be more like three to 5000 in oh, the okay. U.S. All right. So you can buy a pretty pie easily, <laughs> right? The, the paycheck snake, whatever you, you think is pretty at the show. So here, if I say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round up the numbers, be a bit conservative. Um, if you make 500 bucks, that would be a, an average Russian salary. Uh, you pay 500 bucks for rent or for food to, on the supermarket bill to your, to your family, you're not going to buy a snake. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there are there is a group of people that can uh, have better jobs, inv- or if you invest in a male and a female and put your time in it, and you sell the babies, you can buy another one. So it takes a little bit of time. So it's not for everybody to invest. Like, uh, and I was a bit conservative on the on my investment. Uh, I bought two three hundred dollar snakes in the beginning, like a couple a dozen of them. So. It's always the same story. If I could go back, would I do it differently? Of course, knowing what I know now. But uh, we love our, we love our babies. Mm-hmm. So the prices they they can be double. As a rule of thumb, let's say that is uh, fifty bucks per morph, single morph. Your classic spider, pastel, Mojave, lesser, the the usual stuff we got there out there. In Russia, it would be twice the price, double the price would be a hundred bucks so a double combo in europe or the states would be a hundred bucks for us it would get to 200 bucks so the market is more or less like that just because there's less breeders yep. and more demand right this second yeah and less so, outside import of just everything <laughs> you know slopping in no there used to be a lot of import before covid times <clears throat> pardon me um, I don't know. Uh, this I'm, uh, I wasn't so experienced. Uh, I, I just came in 2018 and then COVID happened a couple of years later. Let's say a dozen people uh, went to or had contacts and uh, imported from the ham show. Uh, I'm going to be, I did an, an estimate once. I can be totally wrong, but uh, around 2000 reptiles every year were imported to, to, to Russia, to Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, bearded dragons, geckos, colubrids, boas, bopites, something like that. Legal importation? Yes. Yes. Y- yeah, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, um, and let's say that uh, you want to, to import, you have the, the facility to house the babies, you have good um, social media group, you have enough followers. You, you could go to him or contact someone there, make the bank transfer, and you would get a lot of 100 ball pythons for 30 bucks, let's say, mm-hmm. each one. So your single morphs, maybe double combos or hat for something post hat that they don't say. And then mm-hmm. someone uh, buys a pair. They were siblings and uh, pops as exotics on their collections three years later. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so that that's cool. But um, so... 100, 100 snakes at 30 bucks each, that's three grand. You got to pay the import tax, 
the, the smuggling tax. So that's a, a third. So we're going on four grand. And um, you can make eight grand, 10 grand with that. You spend four, you invest four grand, and you could make in the next couple of weeks, couple of months, they fly off the shelf. It's easy mm-hmm. money. It's good. Life is hard in this country. I don't blame you if you are flipping snakes. It's okay. There is an excess of product in the European market. Mm-hmm. That uh, the low end, the very low end stuff that uh, uh, has a bit of difficult time to, to find uh, its place. Uh, owners in pet shops or private people. And there is a demand across the border. So it, it's it's easy decision. Um, the um, I think I can say it now. The, during COVID, the borders were closed. And now with the... Um, how do I say this nicely? With the international geopolitical situation, that's good. Uh, it's more uh, borders are with much more strict, con- stricter control. So basically, it was Ukrainian people. They went to the ham show or to the Halton show or to the Italian show, came back, um, put the snakes on the train in Kharkiv. Kharkiv, Kharkov. Does- Okay, uh, they put it on the train, and we would collect it on this on a, on Moscow train station, and mm-hmm. the animals arrived in in waves because uh, you paid a little nice something to to this person, mm-hmm. and to that person on the border on the train, and we, we got a uh, we got our stuff here. So the price could be you could import a good animal, and um, the price with the paying a third extra if I buy a thirty uh, sorry. 300 bucks snake, I'll have to pay 100 for the import, which is pretty much your shipping cost there. Mm-hmm. Is, does anything come in the other side, like Asian species or? China, it's far away the border, and I think they don't have royal pythons. So I haven't heard much about it. Right. Oh, I just meant like from Malaysia or like they were. Mm. They export all the There is. There is. Ah, exports from geckos from China. They are. Listen, this is the reptile hobby. There are crazy people that want that rare snake from somewhere right, they find right. 40 years ago, they found a way to, to do it. I'm sure they, they, they do it now as well if they need. But um, the common stuff came from Europe. So I would say that from looking at morph market, you know that list with all the morphs that has the number, there's like 200 morphs of ball pythons. I would say easily we have 100 of them, the 100 classic ones. The, is there something so, you want that you don't have yet? You're like, Ooh, no, I'm calm. Love it. I'm calm like that. I, I understand the addiction. You you buy something, it's a spike of happiness, and then it goes down. Then you want to buy more, and so I, I got cool with it. Then Olga came into the game a couple of years ago. So then I look at my we we look at our collection, and I see half my half and her half. So that's mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> what does she keep? Uh, Just ball uh, the, too? Uh, um, the colubrids, it's her work. The, the, the gargoyle geckos, it's her work. We have a, a yogic uh, hedgehog, the African pygmy. African pygmy hedgehog, the, the little fickers. Oh, that's fun. Uh, that's cool. Uh, do you work? Where do you do you have a full time day job? Too? Yes, I need to. I have a visa, so it's exclu- exclusive. I cannot go and work at McDonald's on weekends. I can only work for that company. So there's okay. no McDonald's. Sorry, um, you get the point. So it's right. extra source of income, free of tax. Uh, that's all right. So, so some people do some good money. 
So all those flippers, it ended up. There's still one guy, we know who it is, he's still doing it. Because importing Royal Pythons, it's on, you go to CITES, Russia, Python Ridges, no way, Jose, it's, it's forbidden. But if you have a business, you can. So there are some shops, there's a shop importing them. So we can, we can get, like we have Atlas has acid for what, couple years now, they were they were selling a few months ago. Someone oh. imported a couple months ago. A couple of strangers had clowns, so someone has one. Would now. you want to be a business, or do you want to stay hobby? I want to I want to keep it small. Uh, Amelia has a collection like three times bigger than mine. It's a lot of work. I don't know who, how you do it, Amelia. I want to keep it small. Thirty snakes plus the other half a dozen colubrids. And... So we have friends. We're playing. It's, I know, I know where I am. In this big pyramid, we are at the bottom, the very bottom, or uh, the thickness of a, a nail above the bottom, because we sold a, a couple of snakes. No one does much as these last couple of years, and it's fun. We make friends. It's uh, cool. It's uh, one of those I kicked off the, the bucket list. I did a show. We've been to the show a couple of times, being behind the table. So that's cool. Would you want to ever go back to Portugal, or? Is that a non? Yeah, if I want to go back, um, I have two loves in life, not counting the the motorbike or the snakes. It's the um, my job. I work in the carbon fiber industry, and it's this lady here, the marketing and sales. Oh, this is so. Good. So now, yeah. So now I, I want to stick around with, with all the the turbulence. I want to. Uh, okay, wait. Hi. <laughs> We That's have a awesome. plan B. We have a plan B and a plan C. If things go wrong, uh, we can put okay. in motion a plan and be safe. That's all. The, it would be difficult for the snakes, but um, or plan B, it would work. But uh, yeah, to Portugal, it's dif difficult to to send them there. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Purple Church asks, "What types yeah. of colubrids do you keep?" Oh, we have a couple of corn snakes and a couple of milk snakes. The um, Albino Nelson milk snake. And uh, we have another little nervous guy, the apricot. That's the Campbell apricot. Is, yeah, the apricot it requires a bit of patience to open the container slowly and not to get him nervous. And, and um, we the, the rainbow boa, we got the female. So in a few years, four or five years, we can get the male and do a collaboration with someone. Just for the fun of it, just to, to give it a go. Uh, David says all Portuguese deep uh, down want to return. Our country is a little paradise. Cool. Ah, there is a, a group that is port, uh, um, Portuguese pythons. They're everywhere in the podcasts. I've been seeing them around. I yeah, think he's Austin. like a second generation ah, okay. immigrant. Austin from Mutation Creation. His, his parents, I think they are Portuguese. Maybe he was born in Canada. I'm not sure of that. But uh, there's, yeah, that's, we're, we are all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> so can you describe a reptile, Russian reptile show? Like, is it in like a normal like community hall? Like it is in, in the U.S. or are they in? Yeah. <clears throat> there are two shows. One is small. They want to keep it small. Uh, they do the forest fest as well. They do the reptile show. The but it, it's small. It's I don't know in square feet. Terramania, yeah, it's a couple dozen tables. 
Reptilium, uh, like three or four years ago, it was done in a small venue that got really, really overcrowded. Mm-hmm. And then they changed it uh, on the second year of the pandemic. It was uh, more room you could breathe. It was, in terms of regulations, it worked better the, for people to keep distance. And now they, they rent a place it's just a couple of blocks from our house. It's a, a show venue. How do you say? For concerts or like, rock like concerts. An auditorium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big venue. And um, yeah, the, that's cool. So they organize it well. They have the... If you want to sell, how do you say, bric-a-bracs, uh, wallets and stuff reptile-related, there's a section for those tables. Uh, there's some other people with different odds, things and stuff. Then there's the there's fish in there a little bit. And then the, um, there's the tables of reptiles, I would say, half of the show that have the, that stuff. You can buy a lot of um, terrariums and stuff for the terrariums. How do you call the tools, the, the logs, the... The cork bark, all the mm-hmm. fake leaves, like hardscape, live live plants, all the decor. Yeah. Totally so they're doing all the things. Yeah, yeah. It's is, really is there cool. like a bunch of shows in every city? You know, or is it just major cities that have shows? Yeah, it's uh, Moscow has two shows. Uh, so this one was early November, late October, early November, and then it's going to be in May, June, something like that. And St. Petersburg has one as well for the last three years. Yeah, three years they they expanded to to St. Petersburg. All right, that's good. I think and there, there's a couple. Healthy. You just don't want like a million shows. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, in the far regions on the east, there might be a couple of friends that make make a gathering or mm-hmm. are trying to promote the the hobby in their town. So, but uh, as you can see on my YouTube channel, I have a playlist of, of shows there. You can go and check it out. Uh, people in the hobby, uh, sorry, in the chat. They can check it out later. So, yeah, I forgot, I forgot to add it to the the details. Yeah, no Peter does have a YouTube channel, which I'll add afterwards. I can bring it up. What were you saying? So, YouTube channel is this name, Lorga Giesertan, which is started as a motorbike channel, but now it's only snakes. Not much motorbike riding nowadays. It's snowing. And- <laughs> Do you get to ride around in the summer, though, still, right? Yep. But um, when I uh, now I have a, a social life, more more busy schedule. So, but uh, Olga rides as well. If we're going somewhere on the road, I like to, to ride off road. So, two people off road is not very good. Ah, there we go. This is channel. I'm subscribed. Uh... <laughs> and the colors of the logo, of course, it's the colors uh, like the Portuguese Python's guy. It's uh, the colors uh, of our flag. So, ah, there we go. Which one is this? Ah, it's the latest. Ah, a year ago, half a year ago. Okay, so it's big. Ah, we got uh, Harry Heinler. He's a big boa breeder. You should like him. Yeah, so he, can... he was in Europe. Yeah, it's the expensive stuff. Very few people can buy his stuff. It's on the thousands of dollars. He has really cool stuff. The red dragons and. Mm-hmm. So he managed to get him. Is this this is in Russia? Yeah. He so managed some to people... get like a get them in imported and exported again. Ah, he's, uh, Bose is different on CITES. I don't know. I'm not... Uh, oh, okay. other, so some people have cool, uh, how do you say, display, acrylic display cases. Mm-hmm. Others are still presenting in Tupperware. So the last couple of years, there we've been bringing up the, the standard. So 
it's good. And then everybody ended up buying buying the same boxes. So we have <laughs> This is a big show. This is bigger than uh half of him, I would say. To me, this this venue looks bigger than Arlington. No, but there's yeah. more space and not so many people. Him right. was a very cool experience. I was there in September 19. That that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's um I went Is I this like a bouncy them. house? What is that? For yeah, kids? you can do a concert. Yeah, there's the, the backstage there. There's I don't know. I try to tell a story like Brian Cuskell, like a, a beginning, a middle, and, a, and an end. So uh, I, I get inspiration from, from those guys. Yeah. Uh, Million said you forgot about the the new reptile show in Siberia. Siberia. Oh, okay. There, there is one there. That's cool. You want something gotta, on both sides because obviously there's nobody flying. Yeah, I got to connect on, on social media to those guys. We shipped snakes to, to the Far East, mate. It's... um. When you guys in the United States complain, oh, now it's winter, we cannot ship. Here it works, the underground network of, uh, you know, somebody that has a friend that will take the train, come to Moscow and that can take a couple of reptiles back on the train for a small commission. So we, we work like that. Well, you have trains. That's the difference. Yeah. You cannot take it on the airplane. Come on. It's, it's right, but we don't have trains. We have uh, like some north-south trains, but we don't have any east-west trains anymore. We took all that shit out and threw it in the trash. Go on Greyhound. No, you, you uh, get the point. No, it's a big yeah, country. Yeah. It was founded on, on the good rail, uh, railroad structure. Right. So, Do you have any course. couriers like they do in yes, Europe? Yes, in, in Moscow. Yes, there is... Um, how do you say? There's half a dozen couriers. You can just... Uh, Pay them like ten bucks, and they'll pick up the snake and deliver it to you to your door if you're busy. So you don't have like a FedEx type situation. No, 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 no. It's not legal. But um, yeah. there was the, this story: the um, the guy that worked on the fast train from Moscow to Saint Petersburg used to take our reptiles. He was a friend of the hobby, so I would say he would make a second salary uh, as much as with these carrying a, a dozen reptiles every time they go like a couple times a week you mm-hmm. make a, a good amount there's a risk of course and um what was it a year, year and a half ago some idiot made a complaint about him they found out at work and uh, the guy lost his job so oh, no. we got um, it was cool to see there was a couple of people that took the initiative they did a fundraiser and there was a bunch of auctions of uh, reptiles and uh, we did also a little donation so we got him. Uh, it was uh, quite a, a good amount, like three or four grand, for for him to to live off of. To live off. I think. Oh, now it's his brother doing it. So, ah, he's back. Okay, yeah, yes, he's he's back. So we're, we're back on track with that, or else it would be catastrophic for the. the it's hobby. like seven hundred kilometers. It's what five hundred miles between the two cities. Mm-hmm. If you don't drive it, doesn't justify the price. So. We, yeah. So on speed train, it's like four hours overnight. Mm. And uh, they got good temperature because um, it's cold here. So there's good temperature control for the animals. Crazy. So, yeah, I mean, Americans are spoiled, to be honest. <laughs> we, can, we don't have trains, but we can FedEx anything anywhere, basically, yeah. next day. For instance, the, um, the idea I have of ham, because by European legislation, you cannot ship FedEx or other companies. That's why the shows like ham or Houghton or the, in Italy or the UK, mm-hmm. they work as the hub. Everybody comes from their own countries far away. They drive all day, all, all night, and they all meet their friends there and do the trades. 
money for mm-hmm. reptiles and then they take it back to their their cities their countries for them for their friends for the shops and that, that's why every three months it works there's a, a hub to to distribute the reptiles um yeah, it would make uh, those more important right yeah keeps the show alive it's very busy it's in the morning early hours of the morning it's not to, to do tourism it's a walk fast get your boxes full collect your stuff get out of there one hour the sh- before the show ends, all the breeders are gone. Or on that year, that specific year, uh, I had not the. I had a funny experience. Let's say. So right, we were there early. Yeah, we were there at the early morning at the, to collect a couple uh, couple animals at the, the Café del Sol. So it's September. It starts to get chilly, but it's cool. You hear all European languages. So we get to the show. An hour into it, uh, I feel a hand going through my bag I turn around catch the guy from listen Jessica from all the people that are full of money at the show that guy was really really unfortunate he, right, he picked the I had no money I had <laughs> I can control myself I'm going to him I'm not gonna buy anything I already bought I picked up a, a little baby before the show opened so I'm cool with it I'm just gonna see and uh yeah I caught the guy I call my buddies Dima where are you Dima is a big guy he came with Jenny they're like big army guys. We surround uh, the pickpocket guy. We take him to the to the front desk, and um, then they call the police. And I understood. The, so this is a couple hours. This whole scene. Uh, I'm not uh, enjoying the show, but um, the police. No, one of the securities of him put it, and uh, I understood very well. Um, if you don't want to make a complaint, we know who he is. We'll be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. But you know how it is on the organization. It's thousands of people. Yeah. You can slip through the crack. And uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I want to nail this guy. Sorry. This money is for us crazy people to buy reptiles, not not for you. So Do you I think spent, that was yeah. a reptile person or just like a guy? No, 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 no. We, we know which country he was from. He was famous at the police station already. Okay. This was a, a professional pickpocket. So I spent all afternoon at the police station waiting for the, the translator to come. They understand English, but you need the official translator to certify oh. so long is story the business short, in ham done in english because that's something Ger- most people share or is it mostly in german german a dumb say, american go there without brushing no. up on german whatever language you can speak you go to a table you figure out which, whichever language you, you can communicate with usually english it's uh, one of those common ones but uh, you hear all, all, all sorts of languages there are people from poland from hungary the, so right in high school i took out. japanese so i'm out shit, shit out of luck so and latin which is yeah i still can't conjugate a verb to save my life though so it's fine. okay so at the end the police lady was finishing her shift the police captain and uh, i asked her for a ride hey shane is here um so it was five minute drives instead of half an hour walk so i get there everybody's gone because it was really really busy i wanted to to enjoy the show Mm -hmm. so i run to bob clark's table my buddies were there okay and uh then there was an another impulse buy but um yeah so then after Would the show, you recommend we somebody go there, or is it too much? Yeah, it's like, like going a... to Mecca once in a lifetime. Come, come okay. to him. Like uh, we want to go to Tinley. The all the big European breeders uh, have been to Tinley. The I think they 
Okay. I feel like Tinley's more of a. It sounds like yours is like you know a you know a Japanese fish market overnight where they're like, quick, we got to get them all in the couriers by the yeah. next time, and I'm, and that's still cool to look at. But I. It's like a couple hours drive. They they go there in the in the morning and the, they get back at the end of the show. Just the Europeans from other countries, they might stay at the um, they might stay at the hotel. So that's where you have uh, interesting conversations. Two percent. Uh, there are stories, crazy stories happening, happening at at those times. But um, yeah, that's. Uh... Have you ever thought of going on the fifteen minutes of lame? I was invited like <laughs> three years ago or something. Listen, breaking news, breaking news. Chris Eaton has been cheating on us all years ago with another podcast. Chris Eaton had another lover. I mean, I mean another mistress podcast. Oh, the, no. He started, I met him on the, the Zoom calls, the Zoom calls of that podcast. It was the one, my one black friend, my one white friend. It was sci-fi series of movies. Mm-hmm. Was a funny podcast. Is I got not my still doing that one. No, it finished like a couple, finished a couple years ago. It was, it was very well, pre- very well prepared podcast. By so you didn't want to do like, fifteen minutes of lame? No, I was like, uh, listen, uh, like three years ago, uh, I didn't have the experience. I didn't have much to say. I, I thought, why am I going to take um, the place of an American breeder that can use the opportunity to to promote their brand mm-hmm. and. Uh, that was the year that Shane entered the. <laughs> so you let Shane oh, win. Threatened. What threatened. a good guy. <laughs> no, you couldn't beat that. Come on. Right. Shane's uh, very highly motivated. No, in so. a few years, I will ask him. I have a, a special project here. If I'm either I'm going to cry or I'm going to laugh a lot, then uh, I will ask. If I if I laugh and I'm successful with it, then uh, it will be a world's first. But uh, I I keep dreaming. I'll probably cry. I don't want to. I don't want to say it. Okay. I have an hypothesis. Is it like a dinker, or you're just trying to hit? No, it's a very well known project. The the females don't. Uh... <clears throat> and I'm not talking about the scaleless. So that leaves one Caramel. option. Caramel. No, that that's viable. That's fairly viable. That, that, Sometimes that the females are slug out all the time. Ah. Uh, uh, Oh, no problem. Oh, desert? Yeah, the, no oh problem for him to say. All right, we won't talk about it. We you have a bit. No. We have a you pretty me... I bought it at the show. I was like, no, I'm not going to buy anything. I had a couple hundred bucks in, in my pocket. And I thought, well, this makes amazing combinations on World of Ball Pythons. I need females. Yeah, next week I came across the Obis Too Cool Reptiles Report and Kabilka's Ball Street Journal. I went to the shop to complain. They didn't understand what I'm what I was trying. Right to, to them, it's just like, to them. Yeah, and it's like whatever. Well, it, I mean, it, it's possible some of them can breed, but it's like it's still a dead end project if not enough of them can breed. Like it's I really, have an but the, I don't. I, it's, I don't want to talk about it. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't want to talk about it, but it's funny because in like fat tailed uh, geckos. Caramel and the hypogene, I think, both have sterile females. They mm. breed the shit out of both of them. They're like, whatever. Just these ones are pets, and these ones are for fun, like for breeding. The males are fertile, and they will breed female heads, and it doesn't seem to hurt them. I'm like, okay, like I... they're just like, yeah, this is for the pet category. 
the thing. There's so much cool stuff happening with the, the reptiles, genetics, and how why some things work, why others don't. All mm -hmm. the carpets, boas, all the stuff. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool, yeah. We learn. We Do you know anything that. about boas? Or do you follow boa stuff? A little bit. I know if you name a couple of morphs and you say a couple other fake ones, I can probably distinguish. Well, there's a if line it, of T plus boas called Russian yeah. blondes that were discovered in Russia first, and they've basically uh, okay. like disappeared from the U.S. <laughs> I was wondering if you like no, had any know, in your pocket. I can put it on the train. <laughs> we have. Yeah, we have the the common the, the BCI the the, the red tail board and normals yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's they were like a, a BCI morph. Like the the hobbies that likes that uh, how do you say is the 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 foundation of the hobby, the base of this pyramid. We have people doing it. It's fun. It's a fun process. I'm sure. I would mm -hmm. like to try it, of course. But the, I would like to have carpets. Oh, hello, Lucas. How many Australian species do you have in? No, I had I had in Australia. I would like to have Stimsons. I would have like to have China. But our apartment is small. It would look it will look like a freaking zoo. Come on, we already you saw the wreck. You have the picture of the wreck we made there. People can see it's in the corner. Oh, we can of the show the picture. And it, and it's it's under control. It's uh, so. And uh, the geckos will need a terrarium. We just bought the terrariums for the, the colubris. We want to give them more space. So that is this something you made yeah. or is it commercial? Yeah. So that is the ARS Freedom Breeder technology of belly heat. So what happens here? And um, I I had one discussion. It went okay, and I gave up. This trying to convince these people that um, they have a wreck like an IKEA wreck, <laughs> wood or whatever a metal metal wreck. The, from whatever, whichever uh, hardware store, and they put the heat pad and the plastic box. So every time you open, the plastic is going to slide and friction on the heat pad. Mm -hmm. Fire you hazard. Know? No, 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 it doesn't happen. Well, I can tell you stories about facilities in, I don't know, I know that, or you guys already had that, that experience like three decades ago or so, you figured it out. Mm -hmm. So um, we thought about importing LP because we had a a constriction of space um, and there's an LP rack that fits there it's like three grand and the import cost of um, at customs it would be another four thousand bucks so for tell grand, people what LP racks are uh, so they not know a brand of racks from Denmark I believe I think the headquarters is there uh, pretty uh, how do you say popular in the UK I think there was a few are those the ones that import ARS tubs and they just build their yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, or Freedom Breeder. Yeah, they're compatible. That, that's the thing. Okay. So these, we got the um, Polish company, the, the tubs that are the knockoff of Freedom Breeder. They make them there. It's the same size, the IMC tubs. So we got on, I think it's on the left, uh, the FB70 and the middle row and on the right, the FB40s. We will need to expand the, the females on the center row to we'll, mm -hmm. we'll expand vertically in a year or so. Because they need, they will need more space. So um, we had back heat racks. That's easily built. Uh, mm -hmm. The first one I bought from a friend. Uh, she got it uh, made uh, at the whatever factory, some other guy. And then I made the, the second one. So I went from ten snakes. It's a, a little rack, five levels, two containers side by side, back heat, a thermostat. Not very difficult. Uh, and safe, simple to build. So I built my second rack. So it was 20 snakes, and then we needed to, to expand. So now it's 30. So I did the design. I got from um, 
I, what was it? The tall grass reptiles. I used the rail system for inspiration and then I ended up building pretty much. It's a metal plate perforated at the front for ventilation and then it bends twice, how do you say, the 90 degrees to make the rail for the container to slide. That's pretty uh, Yeah, yeah, it does. It looks nice. It looks and it's wood. commercial. Instead of metal, it's wood. It's cheap, easy to build. I can disassemble, assemble. And um, I know woods. I... Ah, we have some people building metal in um there's a couple of people building in moscow metal racks they're more expensive but if you want there's someone importing containers from china so they have a they got like a whole bunch of them they were selling if you ordered we we got good tubs and cheap materials so we invested on the tub a bit more like six or seven hundred bucks in tubs do you have and, cheap pvc polyvinyl chloride panels or we have a guy that no there's a couple guys uh, build plastic a couple that build wood three that build plastic and wood whatever order you want so on social media our vk vk is vash contact your context the russian knockoff of facebook so we got our groups there facebook was banned thanks to mr fuckerberg spasiba bolshoi the mr president said your social network is not welcome in this country so mm -hmm. we got our own rolling our groups and people advertise there and you can order so i ended up building myself i i did the calculations correctly so <laughs> everything fitted well so we got back hit then i did the electrical connections i cut hit tape you know how it is connect ah we got good thermostat from a british company I forgot the name, but uh, I got good controller because we got the, the Chinese thermostats of Reptizu and they go in long pulse, pulses. So there is a drop mm -hmm. of temperature, even for the incubators, like a degree and a half Celsius. So that's three Fahrenheit fluctuations. And mm -hmm. now I got one that has like 0 0.1, 0 0.2 of fluctuation of temperature. So that's pretty good control. So. So you, you don't cheap... want to expand too much? Like what's no, your like, I'll next be 10 more maximum 10 more and uh, well i'm getting uh how do you say in my head some of the original s snakes will, will have to go well. and it's it's mm -hmm. playing the game either i keep everything for the next 30 years then i'll be retiring in th three decades so the, uh, when the snakes will be old so we gotta improve the collection or else we'll we'll have look when i started my side of the collection is the classic morphs i listen to got an influence from bullshit i think it's on the third episode sean is talking to a friend he was into it in the 90s then got out got married or something then came back in mid-2000s and uh the crazed days the explosions of morphs and uh had gone and how do you learn well you go to the beginning and i think on ben rennick they they talked about it because ben was into the the other larger snakes right something mm -hmm. like that so and i got that influence okay i watched Miguel Garcia's video unboxing something cool. I pause, it's black and yellow, it's a pastel. No, this is an inchy orange dream, a yellow belly, clown desert ghost head for something. Okay, it's, what did I know? Now I can figure it out. Now I know, okay, the yellow belly we see from here, inchy we see those markers there on the combo. So mm -hmm. now it's, I can get two or three more out of five or six. Okay, if you're working with Wookie, I don't know Wookie, but I'm cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it is a in your case because you can sell them for more than thirty cents. It makes sense to slowly work your way to, into deeper combos because you don't necessarily need to be like yeah. 
Okay, Jason. so I, I wanted to learn the classic combo, so I did. Olga came in and, and I run away. I run away. There are four morphs I ran away like the devil from the cross, which is albino, pied, bells, and bananas. Mate, it's the most popular. Sells all around the world. We go uh -huh. these four ones. They are pretty, they are popular. And there is a reason. It's a, and now they are at an affordable price. 20 years ago, it was prohibitive for me. But now it, it's very cool. The, you know how it works. The, mm -hmm. the How do you call it? The Christmas tree effect or the pyramid scheme. The, right. It has a comes and, down. Yeah. And Olga got... Uh, uh, so we got uh, cool stuff uh, growing up. And we got a couple of clutches laying next week. So when we come back, either they, were, they will be laid or... Um, or the very next day or so we're gonna you have, have a, somebody watching your collection yeah. for you yeah we got someone uh, an expert yeah there uh, these uh so old soviet pilot the keeping an eye on it august father <laughs> i just I, I just hope he doesn't have to pick up the the, the eggs from from mama python he's cool with the snakes he likes them They're, they who would have guessed good. Yeah, going on vacation is tough for me. I I don't basically. So the geckos are with a friend, and we got a couple of babies. We we got him to to feed the babies. Oh my oh my gosh! But um, we got um we can get friends that can go there and uh, and feed with the animals, or if they go on holidays. We have in business in reptile shops. You can leave your reptiles there, but you mm -hmm. you pay you you pay quite an amount. But, Are you uh, worried yeah. about mites or something if you took them to a reptile yes. shop or NIDO or something? Oh, if I when I buy, yeah, quarantine six months. Yep. And uh, we checked the. Do you have a lab for like? I know you said you you could you have they to test vets. the salmonella. They are, they are reptile vets where the the industry is is growing. It's like half a dozen of them. It's not the most popular. How do you say specialization at the, at university? But every other year there's someone with a. Specialization in uh, in herpetology, so and they're working as vets or vet assistants, the progressing in the in the career. So we can get some analysis. Um, Do you vend the big show? That yeah, saw, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one too. All right, cool. Or, or we've done collaboration when we don't have enough product. We 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 do a collaboration with a friend. I bring the boxes, he the the displays, and they put the rest of. The can stuff. you live stream? From, from the show yeah oh yeah. oh jessica oh please um i did with um i copied the uh, chris eaton's the um, the get the fuck out of here segment a couple of times and um it was making fun not of the russian show but of the rules on the european shows mm -hmm. like you can you can and i'm filming you can sell spiders and spider combos get the fuck out of here and look you can give business cards and have your logo on the shirt and on the banner that's against the um, critic uh, against the IHS in the UK. Yeah. Why? So, why are the Europeans so laws? Weird. Animal rights lobbies that pass the laws and the organization has to comply. Like in Germany, can only be one day. The sides of the containers have to be opaque, and uh, at the front, in case of one reptile sees the neighbor and stresses. So, each like I get they're being like they're very. Uh... I don't know. Overly prescriptive about everything, because like I don't know. I saw a leopard gecko video of a. I think she lived in Sweden. She her leopard geckos had to be in, like four by two by twos or something. Each yeah. one. <laughs> and I was like, 
you can make okay. laws. Can you, control, can you control them? Can you impose the law and <sighs> get an inspector to go everywhere and check everything of right. everybody? I so, guess not. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the European hobby is going to exist. If every okay. time the like noose gets tightened, all the time, like you can't have a left. Ah, there's big ones from the from North America. You guys do one thing, we copy. Like the tobacco law, it started. You cannot smoke in restaurants. Now all over the world, you cannot smoke in restaurants. You can still vape sometimes, mm -hmm. hiding and stuff. But those, those things have repercussions. That they, they spread. No, but I, I think it's. I'm okay. kind of okay with not smoking in restaurants. Yeah, yeah, you okay. can be crazy. Like, not over. <laughs> like, like it just the whole thing smelled. I can remember going to like Golden Corral in like 1992 and oh, okay, I'm, I'm alright. in the like the, the smoke, non-smoking section, but I was like six or whatever. It's fine. Some things are fine, but I think if if anybody's going to legislate keeping pets out of the hobby, it'll be a European country first. What do you think about the Spanish situation with ball python? I saw recently, I saw recently um, on Morph Market the uh, flags over Spain. I don't know if it reverted. <gasps> I remember in 2009. Really? Uh, check Morph Market. Let, right, Let me check here on the phone while, uh, while we talk. The, um, I remember in 2019, the someone raised awareness, a link to McCarley's video. So I went to check it and I read the le legislation because I can read Spanish. Yeah, they, they really did it. So it was just royals, royal ball pythons. But uh, and like one random lizard species, like yeah, really it was uh, a dwarf pig, some bird, and some yeah, it was something silly like that. Where is the map? I don't know where it is. The map, oh my gosh, on the phone. Ah, but um, yeah, the rest it's um, in Italy. I don't think the the large pythons you can have the anacondas and the retics. It's something like that. Uh, can you get the map in there? I struggle to find it. Ah, they changed. Yeah, they changed it. <laughs> Do you no, know? It's a, 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 I mean, a Spanish zip code. You should have the map there. Where is it? It's not. Doesn't matter, but um, now here we we're cool with it. All the the stuff. For instance, if some idiot lets their Burmese python escape and the neighbor finds it, the police will knock on their door and he'll he'll have a. There will be consequences for that. They'll confiscate the animal, a fine. The, but the how do you say the the authorities, if they were really really interested in cracking crime on the um, on the smuggling they would just have to show uh, go to the show and and ask questions uh, yeah that would be too easy i hope i'm not giving them ideas so but now it's in-house production people so now this uh, whole situation benefited us to we, we need to establish our our own production here i say our yeah in in russia yeah i mean i mean now that you got it you can have a functioning hobby business thing and you don't necessarily need extra stuff and it, you just have to grow your market grow your base yep and, and then it's, it's growing it's growing it's um if the economy stays balanced let's say like let's put it like that it, it will grow so it will it will move with the the economy the 
ups and downs but um yeah and then we'll just adjust prices for instance we know the price because um, i started doing the like an accountant when i came i had all the the stuff on the files the stuff i brought from us uh, i had just a little quick funny story in portugal i bred colubrids i had uh cow kings and they were fun and bitey and then in australia i got this beautiful pair of these black and yellow line of jungle carpets so i, I went from cow kings to jungles <laughs> that, that was fun for the <laughs> and you want to get back get a, a, some no, i'm not in a, i'm not in a rush i'm not in a rush um for and then when i came to moscow i decided to pull the trigger on the ball pythons i wanted to learn the morphs um if i was going into carpets i would like to do my research take my time like a year easily and get from a good european breeder some some cool stuff because the, the stuff that comes here it's not necessarily the prettiest it can happen but there are some muds and mixed mm -hmm. bloods in there and jungles with diamonds and whatever yeah and jaguar on the mix yeah. but um no it still uh, can still be a good a good pet ah Melly is saying russia has potential to be one of the best countries for reptile breeders but but i cannot read that other word and difficulties with export and import spoil everything yeah i mean there's it, it's it's wow. tough <laughs> i just if there is a will there is a way now right. the the root the root of smuggling was um well, it's no more so we, we talked about it mm -hmm. but um now it's a uh, it's cool the we got we got a, a good market a good thing going on amelie is one of those that went crazy and uh, got a lot of things that are very cool and <laughs> And uh, now she's a good friend. We, we don't have to be competitors. We can be friends and we do our thing. She bought from us. We bought from, from her. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a bit like that. Um, I'm happy then when we started our group in the first few months, we got the main breeders of Royals that they subscribed. Okay. They know who we are. The group is still small, mm -hmm. but okay. We, we see each other at shows. We talk, we're, we're cool with each other. It's. Um, do you want to like double recessive? triple recessive soonish no. there is there there are people with that and listen this is how i think um i want orange demon yellow belly on my clown project so i have a couple more morphs make half a dozen incomplete dominant morphs in it i could buy it i don't want i have the ingredients i will make it i want a cinnamon albino for a you know the bullshit story of the uh, no, Graziani and, and Sean Bradley talking. I made it first. No, I made it first. <laughs> yeah. And so you just want to make it to like. So you know. I could have bought it a few years ago and saved me the trouble for two or 250 bucks from Europe, and I would have a cinnamon albino. So first year, female didn't go. This was three years ago. Second year, it was only males. So you know where all the cinnamon males went. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, last year we got the, the female held her back. So it will take me, ah, and then the, can happen the same with, with her. So this will be a seven, eight year project, but it's the, um, I want to do it. I got this in my, in my mind. I want to do it. I'm okay. So mm -hmm. we can. Yeah. Sometimes your white whale gets to stay the white whale. Like I could and have bought a THI Mojave clown three years ago, yeah. but I you want to I'm do just it. like, nah. I'll just make it because I. It doesn't but matter when that you, much. When you hatch that baby, or you have a couple, and you choose one that is the best feeder, you know it will be a a, a good feeder for you. We mm -hmm. got um. We've been fairly lucky so far with uh, 
how do you say mites diseases and there's a couple of stories there and uh, our most expensive snake doesn't want to eat it's one little mouse every 10 days she's half a kilo she should be twice as much so that's just a right but isn't, rest, that, isn't that the worst <laughs> yeah it is what it is uh, all our friends that bought from the the brothers and sisters from the same clutch they they're going they're gonna beat us to to that one it's all right the, um, we quarantine if the snake is good no uri no the poo is normal no worms good behavior maybe after four or five months it uh because of uh, reasons of expansion we need uh, some of the quarantine box for another snake so we've been okay we had one bad ex- uh, one bad experience this year that um it, it wasn't about the price of the snake if i tell you that the combo it was an ivory we we thought about doing a a little project and she came crawling with mites the how do you say the smuggler on the european side oh but i opened the bag and i fed it and i gave it water yeah i want the snake in the bag with the whatever the lock the the knot i don't want it out they they can go a couple weeks without eating and that snake died last month it started not eating regurgitating and curious the only snake full of mites didn't didn't make it so we got so she might have got something else yeah with with we don't know it could have been the the front line i had i did the how do you say the bath in water to get the mites out to drown uh-huh. them and then with i did a, a front line all the others that i did front line they're okay only this one i don't know so all the diseases in europe we got them here it's been five years of, and then we have people here that have been following the the scene in moscow and in russia for longer than me five years i hear the same problems you arise crypto if not crypto is amoeba or whatever disease in snakes in uh in geckos, it's the same. People don't quarantine or they get, I don't know, it cross-contaminates from one species to the other. Mm-hmm. People just have to quarantine, please. Just uh, We don't have the analysis. We don't have the genetic tests and the shed tests that you guys have. But just keep it. And yeah. I mean, quarantine can save, catch a lot of the, the worst of it, at, at the very least. <clears throat> For instance, I was talking uh, before on the, on the backstage the, about that... Uh, that friend, the former friend, uh, Amelia will recognize immediately, uh, Anastasia Vostrikova. She's a rip, she's a breeder graveyard, good. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to talk to her. Look, th- this is the standard of, of some people here. Um, we have that uh, standard, uh, you have the, the baby is born, sheds, and it's the half a dozen meals, or the second shed, or a bit over a hundred grams, the established. So people here, it's um, shed, Eight one little live mouse, ready to go. You're gonna you're gonna get a, a phone call from the or a text message. My snake doesn't eat. I don't know why. That kind of stuff. And I was trying to talk to her. I tried to put it nicely, not to say uh, what I really thought, but uh, I I tried to say this is the European standard of quality, and we are here and we want to aim upwards. So we should do the pairings. We do like the breeding list. This male is going to go to this female or these two females, something like that. We have a ratio one to two. And they are married. And uh, if there is a disease, I know I can quarantine. It's four snakes. It's this male, the female, and the two ones from last year that were in contact. Okay, mm-hmm. we isolate the, the group. She was, no, I do it. Uh, uh, I put one male to every female. 
uh, every week. So then he's tired after a month or two. So she puts another one. So at the end of the breeding season, Fima was with four, four different males. Because they don't eat, they skip one meal. She stresses. She wow. she was on her way to be one of the, the big breeders. Uh, she had uh, the social media. She had the rep. She had two reputations for the people who knew her and people who didn't know her. Mm -hmm. So that those were two different reputations. And that it trying to explain to her, do quarantine, do do the breeding plan, try to, to minimize issues, grow not too fast. No, I know what I'm doing. I do it this way because I, okay, have it your way. So she did, she had like 50 snakes. She was coming from a previous season, half a dozen clutches and she was going to double or triple that number she did a um, collaboration with a friend that she just met and crypto spread through her collection now olga here can uh, contest that and say it was not crypto it was amoeba some okay it happened it's bad luck we will help you uh i there was a clutch i, I told her hey choose one of the babies here to to help you rebuild the, your collection the um, but she was doing one thing. She was selling snakes that were infected that she knew. And these are adults or semi-adults. And customer buys one or two months later dies. And they write it on her social media. Comment deleted. Person blocked. And she was totally blacklisted. It was, we had a fight over it. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the level here. And we, we must make the, those situations uh, aware the is she been is she out we of the hobby now or is she still like... i don't know we got we got blocked of course we got blocked but uh yeah whatever <laughs> don't know don't care we yeah whatever but um we try to do the best for instance i because uh, like three years ago i we didn't have the group so we were doing um a collaboration with uh with anastasia and we were selling through her okay you get 10 percent of commission she was not having and this is someone that was having clutches of three three eggs, one slug, one got moldy consistently. Three, two, three, four eggs per clutch, females, one kilo. Okay, you can get the, the point. The... And some people, we, we, we were told, some people thought that uh, we have the same disease in our collection. So because we were associated with her. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, my snakes are at my house, but the babies are at my house customer buys they come and pick it up from us she we were just using her platform so we suffered a little bit from that yeah it was like a, I was selling at a friend's table before we had the group before I met Olga and um, he went first year 10% of commission second year 20 third year 30 no 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 okay it's time for for us to, to make our group and, and get our name out there right yeah so if we, if we can get the help from a friend, like being on a podcast, it's okay. It's cool. <laughs> how how common are commission-based sales in the hobby over there? Because here, it's it's actually quite rare. For yeah, no, yeah. No, that, just like that wholesale is, lots to people or whatever. People and then can they do collaboration. Just... Uh, you give me the mail, my female is more is stronger. Uh, you, you get an egg. You can choose one, one baby, something like that. Or we want to do a collaboration with our milk snake. Uh, she's in um, in a brumation now, so that that is working well. So we'll split the clutch half half. I don't care, just for the fun, for the experience of having the trouble of teaching those little buggers to eat. So that's... 
and the person with the mail just bounced out of it is not putting the mail on the information so we'll, we'll find someone else we'll, mm -hmm. and we'll breed the, the corn snakes that we have in the future and just for the fun of it have the, the experience and the geckos mm -hmm. but um I, i'm aware of the collaboration olga sometimes says ah we should do oh we're doing one now i left um i left one of my mails with a friend and uh we're, we're chasing a project so he will get what he wants and then we'll do another one I'm hoping on the odds for something else that I want. And it's always a risk. I'm, I asked him, hey, I want to be cool with this. I don't mind who, if you get more out of one clutch, I, I just want that particular combo out of the other clutch. Yeah, I want to I'm a big baby. I don't, I don't do any of it. I know. It's the first time. Let's see. And if it works, it strengthens the, strengthens the friendship. Yeah, I like strengthening friendships. Like, yeah. what I would love to do is instead of doing like a a, a breeding loan or, or collab, like you just want a male that I no longer need anymore, and I just give them to you for free, and you send me some of the first clutch, and then like that you that's you paying for them, and it's a male, so I don't need them anymore anyway. But maybe that's like a transformative male for you, and then like. I don't ever have to get any like uh, the mail back to resell it or something. I'm just like, just take it. <laughs> That's what I would rather do. To me, it feels a little cleaner. And because uh, we, we've been invited to a couple friends' houses and we see their collection, it, it's always cooler than ours. It's uh, it's cool. And I want these. I want that. I will, oh, we can do a collaboration with them and try. To, it's like I've always tried to put the brakes on it a little bit, but uh, on this mm -hmm. one, we're going to uh, try and advance something a bit more. Like the. Um, when I say the, the low-end stuff, like you say, uh, low-end until $1,000. And then from 1000 to four, 5000 middle-end, and then above the high-end, right? Mm -hmm. How do you rate that? How do we... In the U.S.? So Let's I say think... low-end up, up until 1000 bucks. Yeah. Can we agree? Okay, yeah. there's the paycheck snake for four, 500 bucks. All right. So here it's all low-end stuff. Trying to sell something uh, uh, of a thousand, but there are people. There's like Atlas reptiles. They they sell snakes for a thousand bucks. Last year or a couple of years ago, the Black Knight gecko sold as also for for that. So someone has Black Knights, okay. But um, the stuff of two three hundred bucks sells easily. If you make double combos or a recessive with an incomplete dominant morph, or the bells, all the Purple passions and the, the white snakes, all that stuff, pides that sells that is booked in the egg pretty much. That, mm -hmm. Those are the popular ones. So, doing um, Jessica, send me your your normals. We're selling them at a hundred bucks here. What? It's a ripoff. I, I feel bad. I feel bad. Normal. Do you ever like barter for stuff like, like what Emma brought up? Like, you know, somebody works on your car and they're like, I want a snake. Like, it, how common is no, that? No, no, never, I don't know. Never done it. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, we, we can trade. Uh, I've traded with a, with a friend, so it's not an issue. I mean, you're, you're talking about the prices in USD. Is that? Euros, dollars, it's pretty much the same. So Okay. Just, do you, uh, for, do you for think the about them in USD or do you think about them in Euros? I see, do you mostly look at more market? One dollar is 100 rubles, so... Okay, you, so it's all the same. It's anyway. easy, no, it's easy, very easy conversion. Um, just for your audience to to get it, um, we can make double combos. Your uh, 
Do I need to name them the stuff that can be pretty with incomplete dominant morph set for these? It can be pretty, and uh, and sell them the and then people, some people want to to play a little bit more advanced. More so we have some very basic stuff, very basic combos. We have some other projects, uh, recessives that can or just incomplete dominance that uh, if they happen to have banana and look pretty awesome, very pretty. Of course, the price goes up. A little mm -hmm. bit, like four or five hundred bucks. So if somebody brought like a really high-end snake, like a DG clown, okay, coupled incomplete dominant genes to a show, would anybody be able to afford it? Like at four or five thousand? There might be a crazy person, or there is a couple of people with dreamsicles. Some are chasing, others already have, and they are, or they have the the pied hat um, hat uh, lavender albino and the other equivalent. They're chasing the Man, good luck. Uh, if I'm gonna get into that project, I, I need another rack because it's recessives, odds. You gotta hold back. It's mm -hmm. so we do our strategy, and I, I'm okay with it. You wanna do the level, the how do you call it, the dream cycle? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You're the dream cycle person, or there's two or three people. You guys are known for that. I'm okay with that. I don't, don't have to to chase. Yeah, dream cycles are now like three hundred bucks. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, um, in the U.S. Anyway. Uh, the prices, for instance, the prices are double on the low-end stuff. I happened to hatch like a couple years ago. What was a pastel lesser leopard clown? So it's classic morphs, but in visual clown. I, it was like 1300 bucks in Europe, in the States, average price. I cannot make double price that. I tried 1500 nothing. After mm -hmm. a few months, a thousand bucks, nothing. Another show, like 700 bucks. Now, oh, I'm just going to keep the snake. He's our. He's one of our miles. No, Superboy, pastel lesser leopard. So I'm gonna get the money out of that mile. I didn't sell it. I keep it to myself. Even if he breeds to a non-clown, I'm gonna get what I want with the, those clutches. So he's gonna sire a couple of clutches. It's a good line of leopard. The the rest can be pretty combos. So we'll just work like that. We'll work the our projects that way and everybody has different projects incomplete dominance recessives for instance we there is um, as i said stranger acid but there is clowns the clown is not very popular it's more mm. us that watch youtube videos from um uk or north america that are chasing the clown people who know kabilka people who know ozzy and all those guys the um, the you bells think if you got I, all the grandmas into snakes it would be more popular Babushkas? No, Babushka. Yeah. Oh, I've seen them at shows. I even feel them. What the hell? <laughs> Buying a snake for the granddaughter. Uh, Amelia says, most breeders in Russia do not understand the benefits of complex morph combinations as double and triple recessives, and they are not willing to pay for them. Yep. Right. Correct. Super correct. The, well, then you just need to educate them like in their language, because like they are cool. That's why I'm like, if you got, if you could like trick Justin into like getting on a podcast and then like translating Justin or, or, or somebody and having him show off the snakes or whatever. And you just have to like convince it. Right. Yeah. For instance, uh, Amelia and we have other friends, they understand it. If um, I had a strategy that was, uh, this was in the beginning and now uh, we had a clutch that um, it's always fun when we struggle to identify them. That's how we learn. It was doing like two incomplete dominance and two incomplete do incomplete dominance. So that's a uh, six, eight, sixteen different uh, combos that are on World of Ball Pythons on Morph Market. Okay, I'm 
I'm at the beginning, taking the first steps, I can get it. We had the last clutch, it was like seven different morphs in it, and it, it just exploded. We're not sure what's in there, but they're they're cool, they're pretty. For so that's there's the that that double how do you say both sides of the of the coin how how do you want to do it mm -hmm. um for instance pides we cannot get enough pides they are booked in the egg there was this person breeding them and i understand breeding super huso to super huso uh it's not a surprise clutch but it sells or was it huso to super huso it sells someone was breeding uh, albino to albino and pied to pied so there's a lot of that. Some other people that have been doing it for a few years. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. These snakes always find a place in their market. And it's good money for you, for your holidays or something, or to pay the mortgage. Mm -hmm. Or uh, it's hard life if you found a way to get an extra income, go for it. But they're not progressing on the combos. They're not buying right. a, a multi-incomplete dominant female, breeding the male pieds or whatever. And, and making uh, heads and raising up the heads and going for the odds. Amelia is doing it. We we have other friends that are doing it. The, the how do you say the more the boutique breeders though. We want to do the cool combos, but pies they just they they fly off the shelf. It's it's crazy here. So, are, so Amelia and David are breeders. Do they have like business names? You want to shout them out? Plug their Instagram. Uh, I'll leave some off. Okay, Amelia. So she's um. Snakes Embrace. We have uh, Ave Reptiles, Genia. Props to you, mate. They are, for instance, in terms of big breeders, we have Atlas Reptiles near Moscow. We have a couple big ones in St. Petersburg, uh, Nikiforov and Bautin. There's another very... No, I, I mentioned it. Um, we have one in Piatigorsk, south of Moscow. Uh, far, mid south, south of Russia. Uh, Ruslan. Ruslan is very, very cool. So, and there, there's new up and coming breeders from the, these last few years that started during the pandemic. You can't use Instagram though, right? Uh, VPN. Can you? People, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we, we have our own VK, our own Russian. Yeah. Profile. A lot of the, I mean, some of the reptile hobbies on Facebook, but it feels to me like that's like a dying part of it. It feels very Instagram-y to me currently. Um, but then I don't know how many people are VPNing. So the, and there are people, there's this phenomenon. The, um, some people build a very good um, social media following, very cool posts, and that helps the sales. And um, it's like that thing. If I buy from this person, I'll have their friendship, their coolness coming mm -hmm. in. There's that thing. So there is a bit of fluctuation of prices. Olga is the, the market researcher. She knows all the, who did what, she doesn't forget what was done by who if we see because you don't say i sold the snake to this person but then mm -hmm. she sees the post ah, i know that snake so and we know more or less the price some people can sell a bit more expensive mm -hmm. we try to do an average price not too too low but it has happened we a couple of years ago we had a couple of uh, ugly hidden genome combos <laughs> that were like for six eight months nobody wanted so i dropped the price 10 percent, 20 percent and they went on the show. Okay, I know it's the the end of the day. If you don't, I don't give you the a bit of a discount. You're gonna buy it from the table next door. So we got to know the person, and I think the snakes are in good hands. So that's mm -hmm. that's important. The... Yeah. Amelia uh, says in Russia now there are only a few breeders who can appreciate such morphs. 
clown yeah. ghost, desert ghosts. We were trying to teach them, but it's a slow process. Yeah, I mean, if we think about the U.S. side of the hobby, it took 10 years yeah. to, for people to decide that combos were, like, worth fighting for and paying for. Like, really complicated combos that are hard. Like, that, that know, was, like, hard It's a hierarchy. Them. A structure, it's a hierarchy. And you let the combos fight on the hierarchy and establish the Smiley Jordan Peterson impression. <laughs> the, the dominance on the hierarchy. No, it's um we got a move. We got a Kermit Frog. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do a Kermit the Frog, but no. For instance, uh, there's there's a few couple combos in the in recessives going around that, that that's cool to see. Either people bought or uh bred and made it made it better. The, um, there is someone with a move. A move is cryptic, right? I think it's the European version of cryptic. A more? Yeah. So there's a more going around here, funky looking snakes. So as I said, we got like a, a hundred of the two hundred morphs. Yeah, I'm, I'm, what's your I, favorite right now? Ah recessive it, like platform. It, ah uh, recessive. Uh no, I gotta say the incomplete dominant morph. I, I uh, Marita asked me this deadly torrental girl. It's the pastel. All hail Master Graziani and Master McCarley. <laughs> pastel is cool again. Put it on Desert Ghost. Put it on Puzzle. What do you know, eh? The... Yeah, it's cool. It just has the time and the place, just like everything else. You know. Sorry, Pastel Jungle. Okay. Oh, sorry. I slurred it. No, for instance, Jessica, I'm I'm happy that uh, for instance I can't talk to you or to to any of you guys, and um, because I put the the time, uh, I was alone living alone the first couple of years. In Moscow, so I, I was obsessed with podcasts and everybody's videos on YouTube. Um, for instance, um, I still call it it's the spider web, the, the old names, the, the right. that stuff. Olga goes crazy with it. But I, I'm happy to 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 know the story of a couple of snakes, the or a couple of morphs. The um, for instance, I'm gonna mention some just to get them out of the the equation. What is it? The um, acid and confusion. They can be the same. We're going to prove it genetically, right? Mm -hmm. uh, one is from popped up in Europe, the other one in the States. We know their stories. The trick, blitz, and hurricane, it's breeders with a keen eye. They saw something different The was going on with their combos. They is isolated the, the morph, named mm -hmm. it. I understand that. Okay. Now, lesser and butter are the same or different? Really? Uh, you don't think they're the same? No, uh, no, we heard the stories from Barsic and McCarley. We know it's the same. The three lines right. of uh, Scalus, we know the story. Barsic got his line, McCarley got another. Uh, it's pretty much the same. I right, got, the, uh, the, the African importers can uh, give you all a run for your money if you're not talking to each that, other. That's what I wanted to talk about. The <laughs> African importer, um, you probably know who the name of that person it has a very biblical name. The story has mm -hmm. a, a boat and a flood and all the animals in the boat. Uh, <laughs> you know who it is? Yeah, he finally made, he so, made bank. Right? Now, this is... Um, was a, McCarley told on some video and then Barsic on his uh, weekend podcast that he used to do. The, um, he said, it's been a couple of decades. We don't deal with uh, on this line of business, so we, now we, we feel comfortable in telling the story. With, mm -hmm. Nobody owes anybody money. We're not importing from Africa like it used to be. So there was a promise, uh, how do you say, an unwritten promise of exclusivity when Ralph Davis bought the, was it the Platy Daddy, I think. He figured mm -hmm. it out, it was the Daddy. 
and the lesser is lesser platinum. It's just less bright, less pretty. And maybe Ralph thought he was the only one. Unbeknownst to him, the African exporter went and sold a clutch sibling because he already had the mama. He knew the mama probably was mm-hmm. different, but like the clutch in their facility in Africa. Sold to, I forgot the gentleman's name, the founder of the butter. And so the African importer makes twice the money. Eh? When we right. don't understand why it happens, why they are doing it's corruption, it's money involved. It's like that. Uh, McCurley, come on, the banana and the coral glow, they do exactly the same combos. And they you can talk about this one is prettier or the, the lineage, how it was worked. But they have the sex link. It was sold to one, it was sold to another. So they told those stories. And I'm happy to, to know that. Do it's you like think? Many pieces, sorry, many pieces in the puzzle, and I'm trying to figure out putting the little pieces together. Okay, now having a, a little bit of general culture and, and knowing why it happened, why it is. Purple Church says he thinks it was Mark Bell that got the other uh, ah, Mark, butter. Do you uh, think that's why everybody was so mean in like 1999 to 2000? eight it's because they were like screwed over from the beginning so they were like much more cutthroat and then they like had to and do what all was the, the how do you say the the profit mark or the, or the, or the brute amount of money that they made they mm-hmm. bought houses they built their empires they built facilities and bought freedom breeder rex ex- expensive that they were selling a lot at those shows uh, making a lot of money at those shows but they uh, also bought a lot of strippers and uh okay well I'm happy. Uh, the best show we did, I, I'm, I made like what, seven or eight hundred bucks. We bought a snake, then we went for dinner with some friends later that night, and I blew half the, uh, of the money on the dinner. Okay, we had fun. It's um, <laughs> Now we make money, we can buy a dinner or I don't know, something. But before that, they, they were buying houses. So right. they get a bit more aggressive, I understand. Yeah, I'm like a, a baby or whatever. So I wouldn't have even liked the hobby at that point in time because that sort of like high stakes extremely bro hundred thousand dollar cash duffel bag drug deal type vibe at daytona that's not me i'm more interested in this like slow progressive careful management (laughs) for instance i understood a couple of years ago when it was that um thing of the what was it the stranger and the mahogany i knew someone was throwing a a curveball to to Iris. I just didn't know who. And uh, I, uh, Ron did a podcast with uh, Marita and JD and John Feely. It was the the beauty, the bearded and the and the beast or something like that. They invited me. I, I was in there, but that was Ron's show. The that's how was that John Feely started on YouTube. On YouTube. Uh, I think you find it on John Feely's show because they were supposed to be John Feely with with uh, with Marita. And then Marita is busy or for some reason life happens, John Philly continued it. And she brought it up and I said, be careful. That can be someone trying to play the market, either dropping a price of a morph or raising the price of another. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Eaton told uh, a few months later, a year later, he told the story who it was. Ah, okay. So now we know from the, the person. So, Do you think uh, they're still just as vicious deep down inside? Look, there, look, there he is. Yep. How's it going, mate? Welcome. Oh, he's late. Good. He owes me a favor. He still owes me that uh, date with the special lady 
the busty Latina senorita, he owes me one. I want to... Oh, come on. <laughs> I said Latina senorita. Come on. It's J-Lo. He owes me a date with J-Lo. Come on. Uh, sorry, that was the best thing I've ever seen on the show. It's a <laughs> J-Lo's fine. Leave her. I want that... That date with her. He already come on. Ron already had his turn with her. Now it's my turn. Uh, oh my god. Uh, are you a bear trainer? A What's what? a bear story? The bear. Ah, in Russia. Da, ah, we had. I took a picture on a um, uh, cat and dog. Uh, uh, how do you say a pet shop? The food for bear. Apparently, you can uh, buy food for your pet bear around here. So it's a okay. Russian scene. That's very Russian. Ru Russian. Russian man is strong. They don't play with no pussy snakes uh, around. It's uh, bears and pumas and stuff like that. Oh, come on. The, that's a joke between us. Yeah, I I mean, I, I have a lot of, like, Russian jokes that are all stereotypes. <laughs> There's bubbles. <laughs> For the New Year's Eve. Oh, my gosh. But I'm Sorry, trying yeah, to there, keep to the, myself, you know. All right, where is this episode at? Uh, uh, I'll send you the link. It's uh, difficult to find. It's the it's old, like three years ago. The, oh yeah, and John took a little break. He's not doing his live anymore. Oh, I did. Okay. I did message him. He's just like I'm taking a break. Uh, He's fine. I heard that um, the guy from the Fight Club on uh, NPR on Morelia Python Radio, Shark also took a sabbatical, just like uh, Jenna. Jenna, I think, is on a sabbatical. She'll be back. Come back, Jenna. Come back. The BBM as well. Come back to the videos. BBM, come back. Come on, everybody. Yeah, in the like the, there's absolutely a grind to it. Like you have to be like, okay, yeah. every week I'm going to talk about snakes on the internet or twice a week or three times a week. But and so people come out yeah. in like seasons you where they're like, yeah, I'm just like just too stubborn to ever stop. So <laughs> I, I understand that. And uh, I want to grow slow. We have a friend. He's been uh, taking everything from the market. He's growing very, very fast. I told him grow slow. Like, um, oh, no, I'm going to get and I'm going to do. Yeah, you get mites, you get the disease. Half of the collection crashes and it's mm -hmm. a big loss. Like worker projects. Let's. Uh, Let's do this correctly. So maybe next year we want to get a microscope so we, we can do the analysis and check if there are parasites, anything. Just control the collection. It's not. Expensive. Yeah, that'd be like a relatively cheap way uh, to do a get a, uh, From China, some, um, what do you call the ultrasound or something just for fun, just to see what's happening. Yeah, ultrasounds are awesome. Even if so, you're like, don't have that many snakes they still feel like they're worth it because you're like oh i know exactly what's going on right now <laughs> i'm not like surprised first couple of years i got four clutches out of four come on i'm a champion i got this i i talked with uh, the boa guy that was on the um, on the video the harry from constrictors craft and um he he, and the, he has two decades of this stuff of boa breeding of hundreds of them or, or i don't know how many clutches he does 50 or 100 of them and i was talking with him I did videos on keeping the snakes on the on the um, on the YouTube channel. Got a playlist for that. The basic stuff, huh? husbandry conditions. I never made about breeding. Mm -hmm. So that is okay. Let me get a few years of experience and figure out how this is. Then I can talk uh, mm -hmm. uh, what I think of how it is. There, there are better videos out there, so I, I got no issues with that. So maybe with Olga we would do the the keeping in Russian. Just uh, she would. 
the, the, the script is written. Just I uh, did it in English and we want to do it in Russian. Yeah, I think that'd be good. First time customer, uh, first -time customer watch these videos. Everything is there. You have a question, then, then ask. Yeah, we did run uh, a little bit earlier, but if you have any other weird stories, mm. go ahead. Yeah, for, you want to go well, through the, the statistics of the collection? Yeah, let's we do that since we're sort yeah, of we'll, winding down a little bit. Oh my gosh. It's been fun. All right. So I'm totally open. So I bought the stuff and um, there's more uh, Excel pages uh, behind these uh, pretty pie charts. Um, so pretty much I divide these in, um, in a very simple way. So I don't go technical with CAPEX and COPEX. They are fixed costs and operational costs, right? When you buy a car, it's a fixed cost. When you have to change the tires, fill up the petrol tank, that's an operational cost. Go for service, right? I buy the snakes. I buy the snakes. I buy the tools. I buy the rack. It's a fixed cost. And I mm -hmm. do the three-year business plan. Another bullshit reference for you guys. My three-year business plan is like seven or eight, more like. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. Um, me too. No, it takes three years to grow the female on average. There are people who do it on the first clutch on the second year. No, but on average, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then the um, operational costs, it's the substrates. I put like 10 bucks for water and electricity. I did an estimate a few years ago. It's like it's not uh, expensive. And it's pretty much the rodent bill. So here, uh, number of clutches. I think it's 16. I forgot to update that one. Doesn't matter. And we have an average cost of 75 uh, bucks per egg. So I so wanted the first to year. No, general. These the statistics here, it's the general, okay. the whole thing. The whole thing. Okay. So I'm being, uh, I have other numbers there that um, uh, just Our for year my curiosity. Uh, I want to correlate the, um, the time of incubation with the, until they hatch with the temperature. So. We know that lower temperature, the biochemical reactions go a bit slow. It takes mm -hmm. a little bit more rule of thumb. One degree Celsius lower, that's two Fahrenheit. Uh, lower, it takes an, an extra five or six days, something like that. To, to mm -hmm. So we, we know how it works. Um, I spent like 20 grand. That's the at the bottom, the red cell. It's almost 21,000 bucks on this, on these. And... Um, I made three quarters of the money back. Um, That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, wait, uh, I made them. I counted the other day, and um, it, it, it is what it is. The snakes are the adults. They are healthy. They are eating. Uh, I made mistakes in incubation. Oh no! A yeah, couple years do. ago, out of four clutches, there were two clutches. It each one has its story. Like two clutches of eight eggs, they were. Sometimes I make mistakes, okay? So it's um, it happens. So I lost like thirty snakes. I counted. Oh my gosh, it's oh, no. thirty snakes. It's a, a bit on a. Now I got good incubator. We built the, the incubator out of a little how do you call the mini fridge. I have a wine cooler and I have a mini fridge for um, can make half a dozen clutches. And I put a, a good thermostat. Uh, I invested on the thermostat and a big fan. So I found, um, and I hear, for instance, I hear from YouTubers, it's little bits and pieces here and there. I'm trying to put the, the story together, the little pieces mm -hmm. of the puzzle. We need good circulation, good turbulence around the, the boxes, uh, around the, when we do artificial incubation. You remember, do you remember that story from Bullshit? 
Sean had a fight with his with his girlfriend. He left the the box of eggs on the table on the the metal table. Next day they had a show, and Tim came and saw world's first of this and that, and they were all dead, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a heat dissipation issue. I've so you need turbulence around the egg box. Big breeders they have the the big incubators, like Austin says. We hatch more males or or more females on the boxes on the top. And they hatch sooner, a couple of days sooner, because heat rises. And they pack the incubator with boxes, as many boxes as you can. I think you should leave one row out and space them out a little bit more mm-hmm. and let more circulation go. When do you notice condensation on the egg box, Jessica? Mm. I notice it around the second week after laying and then uh, two weeks before the hatch, like strong condensation. Yeah, they really start to respire a lot at the end because the. Why is that? Because there's condensation inside the egg box. <clears throat> there's humidity there, and the egg box is closed. Okay. Because it's heating up. It's hotter. Yeah, on the inside. like in the like in the kitchen. I'm. It's winter. I'm cooking rice. There's steam. There's water vapor, and the window gets all foggy. It's mm-hmm. hotter inside and colder outside. So the the surface of the the glass is cold. And the water condenses. So how is the egg box hotter? I'm thinking of this. How is the inside of the egg box hotter than the outside where I have the, the, the probe the, and the little independent thermometer? It's a, These are live animals. Are they the, the biochemical reactions of development of the, the embryo? Can they be at some points more exothermal than endothermal? Does it happen? Yeah, I, absolutely. That's why I run my my incubators cold. It's colder than other people, like 88. Because the inside of the box at the end will be 90, no matter yeah. what you do. The, the last couple of weeks, it, it warms up yeah, inside, yeah. The, so mine are, will tip at day 86 or 87, not sorry, 56 or 57, not no, I day got 52. Whatever I have here. Uh, Incubation day, 62. Oh, okay. So I'm around that. So, all right. So that's it. Yeah. And, uh, the investment is 50-50 on the ball pythons and on the, the infrastructure. That's what we get from this graphic. That's uh, how much I'm losing. But <laughs> <laughs> you're having right. fun. So, so well, the, that is the total. So I have a whole bunch of um, individual graphics like this for the for each clutch. Oh my gosh, this is the red stripe to the clown because I'm original. I didn't want to pay four years ago 2,000 bucks for a, a red stripe head clown or 6,000 for a, a magma or whatever it was. So I, I put in the time. I have the Amelie is going to beat me to this one. Um, so yeah, and now the price dropped brutally. So <laughs> wild. It's okay. So what, what do we want to see from here? So on the top right corner, I believe the 28%, the light blue, it's the cost of the female. She was 300 mm-hmm. bucks. The male was 200 bucks. Bottom on red. And then there's a couple more things. The, um, ah, I do the, um, the fixed cost. I do the price, their price divided by the three year business plan. So out of the 300 bucks only counts a hundred bucks. That's the 28%. I divide the, the investment on three years. I'm trying to recover the investment in three years of breeding. Let's mm-hmm. see if we can do it. So that's the, the basis. And um, the rec, the same. So it was a rec of 10. It's a male and a female. So rec 
cost let's say let's round this up 300 bucks so 10 snakes um so each snake is 30 bucks male and female 60 bucks divide by three years so that's like paying rent 30 bucks of rent that i invested if you guys in the other youtubers that are other friends of yours they invested in higher end snakes of two three thousand dollars and they have a ars or freedom breeder that costs what three or four grand as well mm -hmm. i think if you do the the math you're gonna have around the same 30 or 40 bucks of uh how do you say of costing of housing a snake in the rack freedom breeder can take what 30 snakes something like that depends for the 70 series I think so it's going to be the same mm -hmm. it doesn't it's, doesn't pay off for me to import a freedom breeder from the United States or LP from Europe to put 200 bucks snakes in there so mm -hmm. or, or if I want if it's my dream I can do it but uh, I we try to we try to level it what range of snakes we're dealing with and what's the best that we can buy to make them to make them comfortable and, and uh and, and keep the snakes okay so is there some sort of i don't know roi sweet spot where like yeah that's what i'm trying to to say well done <laughs> yeah i think about that a lot like maybe that's why people will like bulk breed pides and bulk breed bells it's because it's like doesn't cost that much to get in you can sell them for an okay amount and they always and then, sell yeah it's... And they always sell just like if for me you know, I took four or five pies to the last show and sold zero of them. And I'm like, mm. what the? Send them here. <laughs> no, it's too much. No, it, it's too difficult. It's, uh, it will take like a month. We don't want to do it on the animals. Right. So, sorry about the joke. So, and then, on, ah, before, the, the rodent bill, we see it's on the, can you go back? Yeah. It's 29%. Uh, so the female can take like a per year a hundred bucks of uh, rodents cost the male less because the male is eating less they get to the breeding stage they they skip a few meals i'm okay with that and the female needs to to build up the the nutrient reserve so we can see the price the cost of the snake and the, the rodent bill yeah this one is pretty well balanced that's probably why i sent you this one so it varies a little bit depending on the pairing. Uh, snake is more expensive. Uh, I have a racist snake that only eats live mice. And so I bought, so to get a hundred grams, you have to feed five of those. Come on, it cost me five right. times more than right. a frozen a frozen small red or, or medium red. So, so are those, your frozen those cheaper than your live or are they about the same? Frozen, yeah, like half the price at the, Mm -hmm. at the shop uh when we go directly to the breeder it's pretty much the same so we can but i have to drive one hour out of the city in the summer it's okay i go on the motorbike uh, in saturday morning it's a, a nice bike ride in the winter not so much yeah. so everybody tries to, to figure it out as they can all right next slide the... yep okay ah, that was not the next but doesn't matter uh oh, sorry Oh, no, there was another one, but I don't want to talk about it. It was the depreciation of the whole investment. I had a, a discipline uh, some semester in uni. We talked about it. Uh, okay, let's go for this one. Um, so here, I'd like to focus on the third season. So at the bottom, the table at the bottom, I should have clipped it just. To just the bottom one. So on columns, we have the clutches. You see first, second, third, third. Now on the line, we want to see the red, uh, where it is red expenses, somewhere around here. So first clutch, 
cost me 515 bucks to produce right the the total and then on the green it's the the sales and then on gray the profit then we follow to the end and we see i spent two thousand bucks on the on making those clutches happen and on sales i made six thousand dollars or six thousand euros on sales so that's four grand of profit almost so almost 200 percent of a so that was a, a cool year yeah good job now, yeah, so you see, you see the, the previous year, like there are two clutches uh, that had a, a, a bit of a, how do you say, a slug, dead eggs, screw-ups, stuff like that. So I screwed up a little bit on those ones. So Do you think your racks will last longer than three years, though, or you'll want to use them? Ah, the, others, the others I had were five years, and they were still good. We sold them. Yeah, it's the, the wood. How do you call the wood rack? The melamine. Right, so you're... Ten years, ten years, you give it a little... Right. Your, so your expenses will go way down after the three-year point because you've already sort of... Yeah. Ah, but out of these 4,000 uh, bucks of profit, it's not that I had 4,000 to spend. They were continuously going to, to rodent peel, to buy more snakes, then we invested on the rack. So it's... The money stays stays in the hobby. Do you like include the like carrying costs of the babies, feeding the babies? This no, experience? that is out. Uh, okay. Yeah, that we take the, 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 the cost on ourselves. It can be half a dozen mice. It can get to, to little rats. can be a few months. We don't mind that. So, And I don't put labor. When I uh, Before it was a 75. Ah, and this year as well, cost per egg, 75 bucks, coincidence. Right. Um, I don't put labor. I did um, an estimate a few years ago, and it was like 20 bucks of labor, of labor to if I was paying somebody or valuing my work as in minimum salary. So I would say a hundred bucks per, per egg. For instance, uh, say, say. Oh, I was like, I, it's fine. Like that. I think that number's high. Cause you're including sort of amortizing the cost of the, the snake hood, the temp gun, everything goes in there. Yeah, the terrariums, the right. Rest, the... So that's why it's high, but it's not really high. It's it's a fair uh, valuation. Because some people are like, well, I bought the parents for five dollars and the dad for three dollars, and so I just need to make eight dollars. And, and so they don't they don't value any of the other parts yeah, of feeding. Yeah. Yeah. I think Anton uh, Antoine Hoods uh, also said it cost me 150 bucks or something like that per year to feed a female to grow. So that's a good a good average. Now, if you're going to have high-end snakes and uh, Freedom Breeder Rex or IRS, your cost of production is going to be higher, but mm -hmm. you're not going to be making 200 bucks snakes. That's what you sell on wholesale. You're mm -hmm. going to be making two, three, four thousand buck combos for the, the cool stuff. So, for instance, that's I have... Uh, a story the a friend of ours um so this is january of 2020 uh little did we know he asked me should um he was importing stuff from from europe a couple times a year and um he asked me should i keep doing this or should i build my facility and breed them i thought about it mate come on just uh you're gonna uh these rooms are full you're gonna have to build new racks on the other room and he's not gonna do it small like me he's gonna get a hundred or two hundreds of them uh -huh. either raise the babies get them wholesale and raise them or go to morph markets and get all the the adults and semi-adults the low-end stuff double triple combos and they're like a hundred bucks you can get adults 
incomplete dominant Morse combos the, for cheap and that works in the in the Russian market. And I thought, well, you're gonna have to set it up. You're gonna play. You're gonna work more and pay your employee to work more hours on this. And you're gonna get the same numbers that I was getting at the time. You're gonna get uh, between fifty to a hundred bucks per per egg mm-hmm. cost of production. Let's say a hundred bucks, and you're gonna sell them for whatever it is, 150, 200 bucks, depends on the on the odds. Look, what you're doing is the buying the a uh, lot of a hundred for 30 bucks, pay 10 more bucks per egg, uh, for investing for four grand, and you make eight or ten grand. Let the European breeder take the loss because they already recovered the money with the high-end combos, the the better mm-hmm. combos or the visual recession. <laughs> The many times they don't say if it's post hat or not. So these are the, the whole sales that come into the the, the, the Russian market that has a, a demand mm-hmm. for it. So you let the European breeder take the loss on those snakes. They're happy to get a hundred a hundred little hungry mouse out of their facility. Okay, there's there's a need on this market. Continue doing it. Beginning of 2020. Little did we know. <laughs> he would have been in a very, very good position now as a, also yeah. as, a competitor, as a competitor. So we cannot guess this stuff. The... Sorry. But... It's all right. Uh, Jake asked like a, a quick question. What type of rats or rodents are used in the ah. hobby in Russia? So we, we have the, the, what do you call it, the Norwegian rat. We have other people doing breedings with rats. They are spotted and, how do you say, brown or black or the... the this creamy color or so but um i like the white ones uh with the they are what they are albino they have mm-hmm. red eyes all white yeah so so just like the spot. regular lab rat species do you have asfs yes i thought about it from a youtube influence of uh, all the benefits from asf everybody's converting and then i'm like it's breeders are not the the infrastructure is not ready for it and then if their collection crashes. What do my my snakes eat if they don't right. want the, the the previous ones? Yeah, right. So I'm okay. I get the occasional slug every other, uh, or no veins every other clutch. So it, it's a risk. It's okay. I understand. It's weighing the pros and cons. I I go with the market. What the market offers. Uh, their safety in that. So ASF. It's still not well established. There are some people doing it. Some people don't like to breed it for whichever reason or are not successful. But in large production, it's a bit, I don't want to risk it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I think ASFs are fine, but I or don't mice. think the, the hype or whatever. They're just fine. There's another tool in the toolbox. Like they're yep. not way, way better to me. They're just fine. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to breed them. We live in a small apartment in the, how do you call it, the balcony, in the kitchen. No, it would stink up the whole house. And there's not a heat ups. It's cold in the winter; they would freeze to death. It's too hot in the summer; they would suffer from heat exhaustion. So I don't mind paying someone else to do it for me. It's what kind of things. rodent food do you feed, or do do uh, the rats? That's a good question, mate. That's a good question. I don't know. Ah, we kind of know. It's the whichever Russian brand. It's the seeds, and there is protein. I don't know the quality. I cannot. They are good. They are they are healthy. Snakes have been laying clutches. Babies have 60, 70 grams average of weight. It's nothing extraordinary. Some clutches a bit bigger, others smaller. 
but um, in terms of quality, we don't have the what she what is the the good one the Missouri, Missouri. Have, like the best one or or there was someone else doing doing uh, their own brand or yeah we don't have that it's uh, yeah all you like if you have I mean you have a huge grain belt all you really need is a huge grain belt and then you can have them processed in the pellets basically with a certain. Let's let's take this slow, okay? We're we're starting this hobby. <laughs> I think we're doing good. We're developing the infrastructure. We we have a long way to go. We have you guys to to cut through the bush with the machete or the the katana, and uh, figure out what the the problems. So then we'll, we'll go just behind you guys. All right, so, we're 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 working on it. It's hard. All right, so we had here the a little bit. Of, yeah, those two years were were not bad in terms of sales. So that that's um. Is this, instance, this this year or last year? Third, we're going. We did the fourth. We're going for the fifth next year. So, I, I bothered my friends with these, and they would they would look okay the numbers and stuff. I was like, okay, not not interested. And Olga was saying, stop bothering them. They don't <laughs> care. I understand. This is very American capitalist kind of attitude to have. They they're doing the same. They're chasing the money. The combos are cool. But if you think they are pretty, go do colubrids. Milk snakes are amazing. Go do milk snakes. Come on, mate. I think they're super pretty. Yeah. Uh, you, we are chasing the money. The, uh, I'm part of it. It's a hobby. It's a hobby for me. And I'm doing like a business. Come on, look at this table. So I'm trying not to be a hypocrite here. Yeah. It, I mean, it's uh, kind of capitalist, but it's just about like efficiency, yeah. tracking. It, it doesn't yeah. even necessarily have to be a business. Don't you just want to like... Check. I want to know how much Stuff. I'm losing, okay? I know exactly <laughs> how much I'm losing. Like three, four, five percent error. Because the, the currency changes, there's a there's a little bit of a, an error here or there, but it's pretty much that. And um, then I found a friend, ah, again, Harry, the boa guy. I was telling him at the show and I could see the smile growing on his face. And I was like, yes, I found my friend, someone who understands me. I know, I know, I should be doing this, but I'm too lazy. <laughs> but he knows he's doing okay. He knows when he has a good year or or not so good or better year. So, but uh, yeah, I don't yeah, see he's... labor cost on the chart. Yes, I know. I told, I, uh, I omitted it. It's around 20 bucks. Let's put it like that. I'm, uh, I pay myself low. Mm-hmm. It's not skilled labor. Like I, I'm the sheet cleaner and tub cleaner. Olga is the marketing and sales director. She does the intellectual work. So the, good job. That's not how. Difficult for me. So like, I, I would love some sort of division of labor with my husband like that when we retire. But I think he'd be the worst marketing person because every time I ask him a question about somebody where it's like a dubious like situation, he's like. Just tell him to fuck off. (laughs) She's been growing. The first year she listened. Then the second year she wanted to to buy some snakes. So it's the stuff that we have now starting to lay or growing up for next year. She Mm -hmm. took the the collection in in her direction. It's cool. And um, then, okay, you do the sales. I'm a bit rough on the the sales. Mm -hmm. Mate, I cannot sell you today. Done. No, there are nice ways... Right, you gotta Same butter thing. them up a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm a bit, uh, I'm a bit too rough. Life, life is tough, man. And you're in Russia, but Olga is much more delicate on this. So I phone, phone rings. I just give it to her. Hey, we have a message. You want to deal Very with good. it? So, and um, yeah. So uh, um, the culture is not so much of money here. It's not polite to talk about it, but we're doing the same. We're, and be- I got sorry, I, I got some snakes from Europe, a, pa- a 
big part of the collection uh, from 2018-19, I got at European prices. I didn't buy them at twice the price, the same combos in uh, in right. Russia. So that helped. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully uh, everything in the world will be happier soon. And then, you know, you can uh, start yep. getting prices again. Ah, Is this your right. next question? Another silly graphic, you know the how they say the by the females. So I follow that, um, and you you can do projects like um, I'll, I'll use uh, this beautiful bastard here, BBM. So he has this. Um, he was working on double recessives, and uh, he got the fruit of his labor this year. I'm very happy for him. But you're working double and triple recessives. You need like a 1.3, 2.5. Mm -hmm. Right, so those males are specifically for those females. It's a project of another nature, right? Mm -hmm. All right, um, but now when you're doing, I don't know, whatever that the normal, the standard stuff, um, I want to keep track. And these numbers fluctuate a little bit when we buy, sell some, but we got one male pretty much that's what we read one male per two females. Mm -hmm. Maybe in the future it will go one to three. I think even without ultrasound, the males are growing their kilo kilo and a half almost two kilos so they're they're strong they can go a couple months without eating i'm not worried then when they want to eat we beef on them up so it's uh so far so good so each male has been working uh, a couple females per year a couple of them were without a job sorry we're not socialists here we don't give unemployment benefit so you're out how often do you turn over your males in this? No, we, we sold three. There was one we had the sun, then we had a, a clown. Uh, I bought ah, the clown for the head stripe because I thought I would hatch a clown. I didn't, so I had to buy one. Okay, so it was in a group of four. Okay, I don't need a, a second. How do you say? Uh, double. Like in football, you get another one coming in. I don't. Like a backup? Backup, that's sorry, that's it. I don't need a, a, a second or third backup. Um, for instance, I got a story here. There was a friend of ours. Um, I did, um, he did a video of uh, his whole collection. And, uh, oh, okay, I got the whole list of the stuff. I did the work on this, uh, pro bono. And then I texted him, mate, you have 60 something percent of males. Just pay attention. The, you, I'll tell you the name later. It is. No, but it's no problem. Uh, it's, I, I wanted this morph, I bought it. Uh, this one was very pretty, I bought it. And I was not paying attention to the sex. Okay, it happens. A couple months later, he made a video. I sold a couple of males, bought these other two females. Let's check them out. I was like, okay, now it balanced 50-50. All right, so. Getting better. I chose this number, one male per two females. I chose it, it seems to be working. The, um, it's. It's all right. Someone is lazy or ah, we just had an incompatibility issue. We had this uh, new female. We, we got a, a, and she didn't want with that male. Okay, we put another male. He locked. She just didn't like that one. Okay, we changed the breeding plans. No <laughs> problem. It's just, uh, and um, yeah, that's not much more to say about this graphic. Just a, a little curiosity. All right, here, that might more that might be more interesting for you guys chasing, um, how do you say, higher-end stuff, the, the people who are playing the game, the, how do you say, doing the 15 minutes of lame, they have pretty cool collections. Or uh, mm -hmm. from the, 
Billy Billy Rose, uh, his uh, Patreon members, they're serious about it. Okay, so you might want to check this, and probably they will not have single more snakes in their collections, most likely, or double combos. So uh, the graphic is what it is. I have an average of uh, a double combo, two morphs per snake. I have no problems with it. We can manage. There's a couple of single morphs that can go in the future. Um, this, like the in your market, a, a female, an adult female proven breeder can go for twice the price of a baby of the same equivalent. Yeah. How, how would you put it? Yeah. I mean, like, so, like, if it's a single morph, it might actually be no. almost the same price as a no, baby. No, yeah, no, but the, the normal, like, uh, something, you're replacing your female, your yellow belly pied with an orange dream cypress yellow belly pied. Right, if something. she was a, a yellow belly pied adult female, she'd probably be double-ish. It like depends what? on, like, how hot bucks the or market. I don't know. I mean, okay. ideally, the market's kind of shit. <laughs> No, but you get the point. So yeah. um, I'm not gonna get twice the price for my for my. We got a couple of females that was like, yeah, we can move them in the future or something. I can get clutches of a thousand bucks out of them. We have the, the. This is nothing extraordinary, but you can. How do you say? People listening on uh, to this podcast, they can translate this to their collection. Like I have, I can get or even like seven hundred bucks of profit out of this clutch. Uh, if I breed her and if she lays year after year, she can take a break. Why would I sell her for 400 bucks? Because they will lowball me. Mm -hmm. I know they will. Oh, but the other guy is selling them for 350. Yeah, but I want 700 bucks. Because well, I maybe you run out of space. Bucks. Like that's the answer. Yeah, right? and, and yes, exactly. That's why we'll probably uh, invest on a, a little bit more space, but it will get to a point that. Uh, how many more clutches of cinnamons can I do, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Where all ah, the cinnamons go? They sell like cupcakes. The Russians are crazy for cinnamons. All right, good. We why? should export all of our cinnamons. <laughs> yeah, send me normal cinnamons. And, uh, so, um, so I, I, I tracked the. This has been evolving. I can do a YouTube video and then go back to the old YouTube video from two years, four years ago, or something like that, and uh, check how the collection is evolving. So. You guys can do it and check it. Yeah, right. But um, I prefer to keep it, keep the female, and and I get uh, I get better uh, until I we we love our little snakes. But the some I'm I'm putting in my mind that someday the yeah I'll have to do it. It's how it mm -hmm. goes, or else I'll, I'll be stuck with the, the low end stuff. And I don't mind keeping them as a just as a pet. Uh, a pet, sorry. Don't feed them as much and don't breed them. Mm -hmm. And it's my pet. Nobody's business. So yeah, uh, Ron is saying she has a, a a female that lays big clutches of eggs. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. All right. Uh, another silly graphic here. Ah, so this is the um, number of uh, times I have pastel. I counted and then I put all the morphs. So I have a bit of a lesser and leopard going out through and spot going through the, 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 co the collection. You guys can pause this and check later. So the big one, 50% blue is pastel. I wanted to ask you a couple things, Jessica. Mm -hmm. I go to Morph Market on the list of morphs, mm -hmm. and we see, I don't know, clowns, there's a 2,000 for sale, pies, 2,500, like a pasto, 10,000. The um, not individual pasto morph snakes, but the pasto in combos. Right. That's the idea I have. 
why is pastel in so many so how do you say so prolific why what what do you think help me out here i think it's time in the market so it was one of the first yep. it was like very so, desirable and McCurley, people mr mccurley mr graziani and people <laughs> did really like baby killer clowns a lot yep. originally and so like they're all over the place for that reason and it does make a nice baby and so if you put a pastel on a table versus a black pastel on a table or a normal depends a, on the taste but yeah yeah it, but it a lot of like pet people are like i want a pastel yeah yeah it attracts yeah they want the the bright mm -hmm. yeah so like so, for that reason yeah i think it, it, it's only shit on because in clown specifically not puzzle or tri stripe or desert ghost or hypo <laughs> it looks bad as an adult that's the only thing i think that's going against it but there are like people buyers right now who will search for a morph and like exclude pastel lesser pin spider from it and don't, don't even yeah, look yeah, at yeah. any no, combo no. with those in it i'm thinking a couple decades ago people were um going for the the pinstripe the spider they were like what 20 25 grand or mm -hmm. something and the pastel was what seven correct correct me this this is the idea i don't know I it was like seven super pastel maybe 10 12 000. so it's easier for me to buy uh, an army of normal fe adult females when they were like a, a dollar per gram and, and i get a couple of pastels Mm -hmm. or super pastels and um then i breed my pinstripe my my spider my whatever the the new morphs when the, they were playing the the morph game on the the craze days so pastel gets it's the lemon blast the bumble the bumblebees the first double combo uh like ghi i think the first combo done with ghi was pastel and it's a pretty snake and it looked like Here's a GHI, here's a Paso GHI. Wow, amazing. That project takes off and the, the morph gets, how do you say, stuck to the to the other morphs. And mm -hmm. so I think that's one uh, one explanation, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's largely fine. It's just everything has its like day in the sun, right? For a while. And then it'll go be like poo pooed on and then it'll come back. And then it'll be poo pooed what, on. What about your collection? What the what's the idea that you have? Is pastel on top five? It's a pastel. Every now and again, you have pastel in this combo, pastel on that. What do you? So well, I have like pastel as like a legacy item from like early females that I bought. They were just big breeders, and I didn't necessarily want them or not want them. They were just there, and so I did keep some because they were head clown or head de desert ghost or whatever. Yep. But I don't doesn't hurt my feelings are there, but I don't really want them there. But I'll specifically not breed certain animals to them. Like, I don't like Cypress pastel clowns that much. It's pretty mid. Yep. So I wouldn't breed my Cypress Krypton to them. I would breed yeah, the... Yeah. yeah, I'd breed the Ultramel Cryptic to them, because I like Ultramel pastels pretty good. So, like, having pastel in that lineage is fine to me. So that's how I do it. But I... I, I didn't wake up one morning you're like, fuck it, I'm getting rid of all the pastel. No, I'm okay. Look, um, <laughs> I'm going to say this. You guys can laugh. No problem. Um, you guys' collections are starting to look like mine, okay? I have a, we, we have a pastel leopard, pastel spotnose, pastel jj, pastel asphalt, and I think they're pretty. 
Just mm-hmm. ours are not double heads or triple heads because you guys are working the the multi recessive. Right. But you you gotta work. So you're going back to that visual form. But yours have more more potential. I did. Yeah, this it is funny because like you end up getting like a more boring looking collection for a, a couple of years. It, it, I like looking at them. They're pretty. Ooh, a friend comes home and sees the. Uh, I have this trick. Okay, I show them these and they understand. It's a black and yellow snake or black and orange. Then uh, I show them the albino, they get it. Ah, okay, recessive, we explain the recessive, lack of black pigment. Then we go for the, the blue-eyed leucistic. And they're smiling and the eyes are sparkling. Then we pull out the pied and face goes blank. They cannot comprehend, but it's white, but it has pattern. It's just buffering. All right, um, so I wanted to say, ah, so we got a comment comparable to hypo in boas. Uh, all right, yeah. Yeah, I like um, hypo too, but I, I try not to keep super hypo boas because I don't want hypo in every possible offspring of that animal. It's like too much for sales purposes. So like that makes sense. For instance, um, I did this for a couple of friends, for a, a friend here. Uh, I did it for Ron and Predator BP, and it came the exact same thing. Pastel is the most prolific morph. It just happens to be in the combo. It's uh, mm-hmm. the odd gods just send pastel left and right. Uh, it's yeah. the... And my personal tastes are I like the darker morphs better, but uh, having now sold ball pythons at different shows, it doesn't matter that I like blackhead. <laughs> people yeah. look at a blackhead like it's a normal, like pe- normal pet people. They look at your table, a blackhead looks like a. Yep. $20 normal to their uh, eyeball and they do not care. It's like you gotta I thought about it, you gotta have like four factors it's like four waves that have to come in in sync. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the right snake for the right person at the right time at the right price mm-hmm. and when all that gets together you got yourself a sale so yeah, it's sometimes a matter of, of waiting a little bit for the right customer and fri- finding the, the price point the, mm-hmm. I got the story here um, I know a guy that knows the guy who did it. You know that uh, BBM's mm. computer was hacked a couple times, right? No, in the, I don't in the know past. That. So the first That's time it's, uh, you talk with him, the second time I know who did it. It's uh, I know a guy that knows the guy who did it, a, a Russian hacker. Um, Are you serious? And uh, yeah, and um, his breeding plans, it was like three years ago or something. His breeding plans were changed. This is the level of uh, evilness on, on the on the minds of these bloody Russians. He changed the breeding plans. Ron didn't notice, and he hatched a, a whole bunch of normals and no rece- visual recessives. It was a total. Oh catastrophe. no! And the curious thing: look at the level of this. The curious thing: the computer was hacked, but the breeding plans are on Ron's head, are on his mind, and he has the the, the feeding card on paper. So how did the computer how did this happen? Nanobots <laughs> go and build it wings and brain. fly, enter Ron's brain and infect his mind. Mate, that that was no, I did this for for Ron. So. The, I got access uh, to his collection. Now it's uh, much better. Now it changed. Uh, I've been talking to him, and it, it's progressing, progressing well. So it's cool to keep track of this kind of stuff. How how it goes? Can we go to the next? I think we're almost done with yeah. this. Ah, year of birth. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's uh, not much to say. Oh my gosh. Um, so the, the we have some older snakes. Uh, I, we bought a couple of uh, sub-adults and an adult. 
and uh, it's it's good to to raise your babies the Mm -hmm. They we hold them, they get used to us, we they learn our routine and our how do you say handling and they mm -hmm. are super chilled. All the ones we raised from, from an early age. Uh I like them. Some of the others we, we got as sub adults or something, they're a bit hissy. They mm -hmm. tolerate us, but uh they don't necessarily like you. Yeah. Uh, they were, came from big breeders, they it was once a week open the tub, change water bowl or throw red That's there. it. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I think the future is going to be fun because, yes, we're all sitting on normals or pastel doublehead ultra clowns or whatever. But how crazy is it going to be in three years, 10 years, whatever? And then, because then we have to go back and work on getting better genes into them and buying the five gene female that, you know, an incomplete dominant breeder hits. To, to quickly get those into a double or triple project because otherwise it'll take a long time just getting them in there one at a time. Yeah, so here sometimes we, we people can have a, a, a multi-combo that would be a higher value, but people don't understand why is this snake so expensive. Looks like the other. Yeah, because yeah, you can trick me. No, no, I'm not going to breed it. Yeah, you're going to get like five or six more for low price. Man, I'm giving, giving away. So we're struggling here in Russia. There is um, a talk of a, a guy who wants to do morph market, like a, a Russian morph market, mm -hmm. which is not difficult. You get a, you pay some guy, a IT guy to do it. But uh, there's a problem. Who's gonna? How is it gonna be paid for? Do you, right. it's like morph market? The breeder pays, or or from ads? Because we got the um, the Russian knockoff of uh, Facebook. I mm -hmm. got free free ads free advertising there i just joined the group and publish follow the rules right so so how do we level the prices between us so we're yeah it like is hard making a who's arc okay mm -hmm. so all right who's gonna be the treasurer who's gonna keep the money we know those stories come on people yeah know how it goes oh i got i bought the new mercedes how the hell did you buy a mercedes my dear of course <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all in some ways. I think morph market was and still is good for the U.S. reptile and amphibian keeping hobby as like a relatively centralized repository for morph info. But in other like very interesting ways, it's also like confusing people because I think people think because stuff's listed on morph market for one price that that's the real like retail value. I don't think it is anymore because because I run an auction, right? So like I know what someone will pay for it right at that moment. And a lot of times the auction wins have predicted price falls on morph market like a month later because no one was buying it for $300, nobody. And so uh, then it was 200 so, or right. So the auction is like that found a fair market value at that moment and that was actually like a better predictor of what fair market value was so like there's a lot of like no, tension that's good, that's good. in the market yeah, the, you're going on a mara uh, marathon with the the auctions and the podcasts this week and you have an auction next week or something yeah this uh, weekend yeah. you're you're going strong on this good, good job yeah uh, I, I so like uh I, re I remember Will Banks uh, when it was the the ring. What was it? The reptile ring or something? Yeah. Uh, saying that this was what ten years ago or something. I don't know. Almost 
sometimes they would sell for higher than what they wanted, they, what they expected in the auction before Morph Market went. It's like okay, the it can go both both ways on the on the auction depends on the if we are on a high or a low in the market. Yeah, but usually it's, it's animals that are cheap that will go for higher than you expect. In my opinion, and that's because you are maybe like, man, this is so not breedable. But some, but to uh, someone, it is breedable, and they're like, yeah, I'll spend two hundred dollars on that, whatever. And be- you know, before there was no morph market, but now there is. So auctions can work different way. If it is in a, if the snake is in an auction, it's because it didn't sell quickly on morph market. And it's sometimes, on sometimes I just don't want to deal with people on morph market. We, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'll just oh, take oh, the L yeah, on yeah. pricing or, or on show, to be have like a, a convenient yeah. way to move twenty snakes. What and, you said about the shows, not doing the show and just sell on the auction. You're more comfortable, less expenses. You can mm-hmm. take a little bit off uh, uh, on the snake, like ten percent. Absolutely, Easy. that's how yeah. I'm feeling about it. Like, cause, and I've taken snakes to the reptile show five times, five different shows. And I've been like playing with the price and like playing with the presentation. And I'm like, well, my buyer's just not at my shows for this animal, but yeah. my buyer's probably somewhere on the internet. And I could put it on Morph Market. At some other site. Yeah, there's somewhere else. Yeah. Deal with 100 messages. But really, what if I just found a buyer right now and, and the price was 120 and I would just be happy with that? And I, and I am oh, happy. It's a good tool. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't, it's just very interesting. We're in a we're still in a in a changing time. Um, I don't think board market's going away. So like, if you did have a consolidated Russian list, we have auction, we we have auctions in the in this platform, the Russian knockoff of Facebook, and oh geckos, geckos, mm-hmm. for auctions, yeah, the, like that, New that, Caledonian that, geckos. Yeah, the the whole thing, the crested gecko, the leopard gecko, the gecko market goes up and then it goes down and everybody complains and we, we see that it's like okay, okay i love all geckos i think they're so but, fun but there's they are cool. so they breed so fast like in one year so the ability for somebody to blast a million of them out is yep. really strong so they can crash a market like that yeah it's just faster cycle yeah yeah it's a different nature what all about right. carpet pythons yeah that, that takes a it's a that's a project or a, those yeah. other species that take five years to mature the female Oh, work on it. That's yeah. That's what, to me. That's like investing in a bond or whatever. So yeah. it's something long, yeah. low, and slow. And but you can like ask a higher price. Yeah, it's right. Annoying. That's how I treat boas. Like I have a lot of boas, a lot. <laughs> like I don't know, 50, 60, 70, something like that. And I don't show them off oh, that gosh. much, but they're just like they're just like burning in the background, growing slowly, <laughs> living, breeding, and and they're much easier to sell because they're rarer rarer in general but i don't worry about them too much because they you like set set and forget you know you gotta grow them up uh thank you ron thank you emma thank you npc thank you everyone for coming i think we had a great time hopefully you come back you know every once in a while whenever you have some fun happens all right thanks for having me Uh, Mm -hmm. uh we I was expecting one hour. We went overboard with it. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> I know we do. That's all right. We were having fun. Hopefully people get something uh, out of big, it. It's half, no, it's not half past 11. It's half past one almost. Oh, it's Lord. Right. Go to bed. Oh, I got to get ready for tomorrow. I don't want to fall asleep at midnight like Cinderella. Tomorrow's the big night. Come on. Are you going to party? Yeah, we're going to go somewhere with some friends. 
All right, yeah, cool. we're gonna do the New Year's before you guys. So yeah, I I don't party. For the east. All right, Peter. Thank you very much, Chat. Thank you very much. See ya. See and Ron, you, you owe me that busty Latina senorita. <laughs> I'm done. Watch out! You're gonna get hit again. <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. <laughs>